getting into the car for the very first time, whatever mm-hmm. cases, the main thing you don't ever want to do is panic. You don't ever panic. Once you panic, it's game over. Because, yeah. you know, either, you know, because like I said, when the brakes, when I find out, you know, when I start tapping the brakes and, okay, brakes are gone. You know, I could have freaked out and just stepped all the way down. And let's say for some odd reason, it just, it comes back and it just locks up the tires. Mm-hmm. And guess what? I'm in the wall. What's up, everyone? This is Jose Jimenez with Speed Light Creations. I'm here at the Go Hard Podcast. And uh, we're pretty much going to be talking about fabrication, welding, and race cars. Welcome back to Go Hard Podcast. I'm your host, Noah, as usual. We have another special guest here today for you guys. You might have seen him on at XRP Racing. You might have seen him on Instagram, building like these really, really nice trucks, really, really nice cars. Um, today he's gonna sit on the podcast with them. We're gonna su- we're gonna talk about racing, his cars, his builds, um, the future for him. Let's give it up for Speed Lab Creations. Let's give it up, man. Introduce yourself. Tell us who you are. For those that don't know, your business. Um. So yeah. So uh, my name is Jose Jimenez. I am the owner of uh, Speedlight Creations, and basically what we do is um, we're a uh, fabrication company. Um. So anything that has to do with you know TIG welding, um, you know making, you know making parts in general mm-hmm. um, for any application. That's pretty much what we do. And tell us a little bit about you. Um, I mean, ain't nothing, nothing, nothing too fancy. Nothing too fancy, yeah. Just you know, tell simple. us, tell us your background, like the the racing, your your racing background. How'd you start? Um, so I, man, I've been drag racing wise. I mean, I've been been doing it for for a little bit. Um, you know, obviously, like any anything else, um, a lot of people have the whole story of, you know, they they were street racing before, um. You know, doing all that and you started ranking. Yeah, actually, yeah, I started. You know, ranking West Timer, all those. Um, yeah. um uh, What's the other one? Uh, Pymont, like all those, all those places. You know what I mean? Um, you know, I started really, really young. I actually started going like out there, when I was like 11, 12 years old. Yeah, yeah. So, so for those that don't know, explain ranking. Like, what what went down behind St. James? I mean, it was, it was basically <laughs> just you know. Um, Bring what you got. Yeah, just bring what you got, whatever, make a call out to whoever. I mean, normally you'll have an idea of who's going to be out there, yeah. um, you know, and, you know, just kind of go out there and race and just it is what it is. What'd you take? Well, so um, at the younger age, like I said, I didn't really, I, I was, I was rolling with, uh, I've always had older friends. Mm. So like, you know, when I was like 11, 12, you know, the guys that were doing it were like 18, 17 and stuff. Oh, yeah. They all had like, well, basically... They all had uh, Hondas, um, either they were naturally aspirated or they were all nitrous. Um, you know, so I used to kind of hang around with that crowd back, you know, back then. And then whenever I finally had my first vehicle, um, around 13 or so, I started going out there. Just like I said, it was just a, uh, I think I had a, what the hell did I have? I had a Delso, mm. single cam Delso, and then I ended up putting some nitrous in it. And then um, Is that the one with the? The hard top. The hard you top? take off the hard top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Um, I had that. That's what I started with. Um, it only lasted like five days. <laughs> <laughs> um, end up flipping it. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, like you know. on the street or selling it? Actually on the highway. Oh damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, and it was, it was, it was, it was like a freak accident kind of thing. It's just 
I hit a, um, at the time, I went there off of 45 and uh, underneath the bridge of Maine. Um, there used to be a really bad potholes. Um, that must have been really bad. <laughs> yeah, well, I ended up, I ended up, I ended up hitting it. Uh, you know, I was going, I don't think I was going too fast, whatever, you know. How uh, fast, like? Probably like 75, 80. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't, like I said, it wasn't crazy. It was just going to the curve, or to the turn, and um, it, it ended up hitting a pothole. and ended up broke, I ended up breaking the rim. Oh, wow. So when I broke the rim, it just tossed me to the side, and uh, when I went sideways, a car clipped me, ran the center, and just, Damn. It off that way, that, so. It's yeah. tiny, a tiny car too. Yeah, yeah, a small car. So like yeah. I said, I've um you know, I've had some some accidents in the past. So any injuries? Actually no. Luckily I I got out with just some scratches. Damn. So, nice. Um nice. and normally that it was crazy because that night, um normally I never wore my seatbelt. Mm. And that day I wore the seatbelt and that happened. That's crazy. I always hear those stories like, oh I didn't wear my seatbelt and then like you know. Yeah, it just like yeah, just, you know yeah. something felt something felt off. So yeah, I yeah, just, yeah. I put the seatbelt on and, and yeah. just you know that that's what happened. So exactly, uh, who was like that was like what, what year was that? Two thousand when in uh, Rankin? Two thousand, two thousand one. Man, yeah, I have a really bad memory. So yeah, it's, it's so like the there, yeah. the, um, the F body started coming out, right? The Camaros, the LS one. Yeah, the F bodies, all that stuff. There was those were all like the the cars to get. Um, I think the the Mustangs. Like, Ma- yeah. yeah. I think it was the first year of the Cobra O one, I think, right? Or no, O three, O three. Yeah, yeah. So there's still the GT stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, so tell us, tell us a little bit about you, like your background, like um, how, what got you into um, racing? Like uh, you said, you had the Honda. Like what, 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 you know, what was after the Honda? Um. So what got it? What like how I got into it? Um. Man, funny story. Um, you know, like I said, neighborhood neighborhood friends and stuff like that. Um, I still, we still uh, talking here and there. Um, what part of Houston? Like, uh, Northside area. So, okay. uh, Sam Houston, Jeff Davis. Jeff Davis. Okay. Yeah, Jeff Davis. Um, well, I, that's a that's a whole other story. I I'll <laughs> throw some schools and stuff. But like I said, yeah, that's uh, I um, you know, I guess we can call it Linda or North Central, whatever you want to call it. It's right there. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, down the road from Moody Park, that's pretty much where I grew up at um, my whole life. And, um, you know, so what got me into the whole car deal, um, funny story. I mean, I used to always watch, like, NHRA. Mm. Um, so, like, the funny car stuff and the pro stock and all that. So um, I, I was a really big fan of it, um, you know, when I, growing up. And, you know, like anything else, right, you know, playing with like hot wheels and all that stuff yeah yeah so it just kind of developed a passion for the car stuff and then um need for speed you ever play any midnight club i actually played need for speed for a little <laughs> bit i i wasn't too much of a video game guy uh, um i mean I've, like I've, i had i have all the consoles and stuff but um i was either i was always kind of into sports so, yeah yeah um you know that's kind of we don't have that luxury like what kids do nowadays, you know what I mean? Like yeah. my, my parents always, or my, at least my, my dad was always the one that was behind me. Like, hey, I don't want you, you know, playing a video game. I want you to go out there, and, you know, whatever the case was. So yeah. figure something out, something that you like, and just do it. So yeah. Um, but I actually, when I got into the whole Honda deal or just in cars in general, um, physically, it's whenever uh, a good uh, childhood friend, um, Hector, Hector Castro, um, he's the one that actually kind of, 
um, got me around the cars and stuff and, and just kind of just took off from there, you know, mm -hmm. um, that, you know, like anything else, you make a, a connection or, or, or like a network right, right. Of, of friends and stuff. And it just kind of just evolved and evolved. Mm -hmm. And, um, like I said, by the time I was able to, um, you know, get a car and stuff, you know, I was already kind of in the mix with a lot of people and just, just, just took off from there, mm -hmm. you know? So. Was your, so that was your first build, the. The Del Sol. Well, the Del Sol, yeah. Like I said, it was just a normal, like, it, it was nothing fancy. It was just a drop deal. And like I said, and we, we ended up putting some nitrous to it. And like I said, it didn't last long. <laughs> what what came after the Del Sol? So, after the Sol was, um, I think it was a 92 uh, Civic Hatch. Mm. Um, and it was, uh, it was, uh, it was naturally, it was, uh, yeah, naturally aspirated. It was a B20 deal. Um, and I was racing that one a lot. Um and um you know and in doing that end up trying to build a motor um didn't didn't work out uh some stuff some whoever built it didn't put it together right whatever mm -hmm. and then so that happened and um i ended up turboing it after oh, okay. that. i ended up putting a i think it was a gsr a full gsr swap in it and then end up doing the uh like a full grady kit at the time you know they were really popular mm -hmm. and um end up doing that and that's kind of how the whole um boost and you know now i really never looked back and i didn't want to do anything else but just have you know a turbocharged anything yeah um so i had that and then uh raced that for a while um <clears throat> i'm trying to think here man was who who was tuning them besides hondata back then so it was just well back then it was just hondata or or uh chrome if okay. i'm not mistaken yeah yeah back then it was just hondata and chrome and okay. then um you had did yeah. you ever? Hang, I'm sorry to cut you off, but did you ever hang around at um, High Rollers, like the the group of like the Honda guys over there? Alpha Barry. Yeah. Um. So I I know a lot of them. Really? Yeah. Um. I'm trying to remember everybody's name. Um. But it's funny because I used to actually get my tent and stuff there. Yeah. Um. I I took my dad's truck there and, um, man. Um, there was some dude. Oh man, he had like a Type R uh, Integra. Mm -hmm. A blue one on gold, uh, gold, I forgot what the brand wheels were. They, they're like gold, like goldish wheels. They're probably like rotors or something, right? Or, or I don't know. Like I said, I, I know you're talking about. I was like, back then. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to remember. <laughs> like I said, I'm really bad with names. And yeah. Stuff, but if I see a face, I, I, yeah, I remember yeah. right away. Um, But yeah, all those guys, I remember all those. There's a lot of people in the neighborhood uh, back, you know, back in those days. Uh, There's a lot of people that, you know, used to do all the import stuff and everything else. So. Um, you know, yeah, shit, that's, that was a while back. Yeah. So my dad used to own the tire shop right there on the corner of Barry and Irvington. Where? Like where Mirancho is across the street. Yeah. Right. It's a taco place right now. Yeah, Araceli's, right? Yeah. But it, it was a tire shop for yeah, like years. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a long, yeah. Yeah. My dad owned it for like years. And I used to see them coming out of high rollers. Yeah. And then like take off right there at the little corner. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's how I remember them. them. Gotcha. Yeah, that's but, pretty cool. And then I some dude, we I knew some dude named Lewis. Um, he had like a white Honda or something like that, and then he started spraying it, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then he got in the trucks. But, um, so my question is, who used to work on Hondas besides like, you know, t well you said Honda, right? Tuned them. Well, no, no, no. So the tuning part was um. Back in the day, and he's still around. Uh, Jason, um, stupid fast. Okay, no, I'm uh, not. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, he, he's he's uh, 
he's pretty big in the in the import deal. Um, you know, he uh or Jason Herrera. That's his that's his last name. But everyone calls him stupid or stupid fast. Um <laughs> Yeah, that's basically what he goes by. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, he you know, back in the day he used to have his own shop and stuff. Um, and he used to tune cars and stuff. So we used to take our cars to the, or at least my car, I used to take it to him. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, as time went on, like I said, uh, when people more and more shops started popping up and everything else, it yeah. just, um, you know, just kind of went that route. So. And you got out of when did you get out of Hondas? So. Um, I got out of Hondas back in 2000 and, well, I, I guess, let me rephrase that. I really never really got out of Hondas. It's just I just stopped racing them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I have a lot of friends still um, that, that do the Honda stuff and everything else. And I'm, you know, um, and, you know, help them out here and there. You know, like I said, that's, that's pretty much like where I came from as far as my background and stuff, you know. Right. And, um, like I said, I, I got really, um, for being young, um, you know, I had to end up building one of the, one of my fastest cars at the time, you know, the Honda stuff, whatever, mm-hmm. um, end up building a, uh, it was a candy red hatchback. Uh, it was, you know, back then there was no social media, right? There's no yeah. Instagram, no Facebook. Yeah. Um, there was MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, MySpace was big and back in the day, but, uh, the forums that was, you know that that basically was our the Honda forms. Yeah, yeah. or in, any forms in general, because you had like all these you know forms for domestic. You have forms for imports. Yeah, and, you know for all that stuff. So right back in the day, that's what it was. It was forms, and um, you know, I was uh, I was very fortunate to actually be like on the magazine of Honda tuning. Oh, nice! Um, I was like one of the main articles there. Um, and um they they just contact you and yeah well so the car like i said the car was making some steam um you know at at the time and uh like i said the forum stuff it kind of kicked off and a lot of people were were big fans of it because you know like that's where you started to you know uh do your build progress right so um you started from like the car you know um, when i bought it and um i bought it from like a 80 year old grandma or something like you know or just just very you know not Nothing ever messed with. Mm-hmm. It was a, a faded Milano red. And like, it was just, it looked like a piece of junk, but the interior was clean and everything else. doesn't really matter because you rip everything off anyway and put a cage <laughs> in it and stuff like that, right? Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, I posted pictures and, you know, kind of kept up with the whole build, you know, the build uh, throughout the time and stuff. And, like I said, a lot of people, um, a lot of people were liking what we were doing and stuff. And I tried to change it up a little bit, um, you know, being from Houston, um, you know, like I said, and it's kind of the thing too. My family, like my, my, I have two older brothers, and they were, all, well, one of them was always around cars, or trucks, or anything like that. Mm-hmm. You know, he used to be really big in the lowrider scene back in the day. Oh, nice. Um, so, growing up seeing that stuff, um, you know, I've always kind of liked that aspect of you mm-hmm. know, um, like candy paint and everything else. So. Um, we ended up, uh, like, that car was built, it was built, and then it was painted, actually, in my brother's garage. Really? Like, or actually, it wasn't even a garage. It was just a, it was just a... Uh, like a shed? A driveway with, oh. a, with a port. That was it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, that was it. Like, yeah. Yeah, we ended up, uh, me and my dad ended up uh, covering the sides with, like, a, um, you know, just tarp and... Yeah. Just, that was it. You know what I mean? Wet the floor <laughs> and, you know, just, yeah. just go after it, right? Um, 
So like you know, like I said, all that and people, you know, like I said, people were liking it or loving it, you know, because it was really like a home built kind of deal. Yeah. Um, you know, and back then I had uh, a few people, um, you know, help me put it together and stuff. And like I said, it just it just caught wind, and you know, once the car was done, it looked really good. Um, you know, I'm very color coordinated, so like you know, like down to the fittings, it was you know, it, it was everything matched. Mm-hmm. So um, it was a lot of lot of attention to detail and stuff. So. Um, I don't even. Do you remember um, like Mayday Garage and all those guys? Who Mayday? Mm-mm. They were like a big. So they were kind of like the leading for like social media stuff, or not social media, but like you know, um, they will always do like photo shoots with the, like the, um, um, like what car was hot at the time. Got you, right? got you, yeah. Um, and they'll actually travel. They'll actually go to Japan um, for like the car, the the deal at the beginning of the year. Um, the was the Tokyo Auto Salon and all that stuff. So okay, okay. they were always traveling, and you know they were the guys that that a lot of people would look for just um, just entertainment, right? Just yeah. to read read about, and that was the whole deal. They'll do like a full article about it, and um, so um, the reason why Honda Tuning contacted me was because of them. We mm. end up we end up actually taking the car, and I think the video is still up somewhere. Um, I don't. I think it was Vim, was it Vimeo or Vim, Vim, Vimeo or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vimeo. Yeah. Right. So I think the video's still up. Um, we actually took the car to downtown, and did a photo shoot. Um, in Houston. In Houston, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We drove it. We actually uh, I trailered it, parked it, and then we actually drove it around downtown. Um, to. Why like, didn't you drive it? Huh? Why didn't you drive it? Like what? drive it to Houston. Oh, like, I, I couldn't. It, like, I had big slicks on it. Oh, um, gotcha. So, you know, big slicks. I had a dock box, you know. So those ain't really normally uh, meant to, like, drive like normal. Yeah. It's just more like a full kind of just a straight abuse kind of thing. So um, so we trailed it to the nearest location. And after that, we started driving it downtown, you know, to the, the nearest spots so that they wanted to, to take the photos from. Um, and that got a lot of, lot of attention and... Um, even to the point where, like I said, Honda Tuning, mm-hmm. that's when Honda Tuning contacted me about doing the article um, in the magazine and stuff. And uh, there was even a point where uh, Honda, um, they liked the car so much that they were talking about taking it to Japan. The manufacturer Honda? The manufacturer Honda, yeah. Oh. Somebody some, somebody in, in their marketing team uh, contacted, but that kind of just fell through. Um, it just, you know, like, I want to say wishful thinking, but it was more like I think there was there's too many um, obstacles to kind of overcome for that, mm-hmm. um, and I think it was gonna cost a lot of money. And I don't think you know I don't, obviously I don't think the higher ups wanted to either spend the money or whatever the case was. Mm-hmm. But uh, for a while it was like a few months so we were going back and forth and back and forth. Wow, that's and, awesome. Yeah, so it it would have been cool, but like I said, that was you know that was the whole Honda stuff, and you know um, talk about the the build. For for the the candy paint one, um, I mean, it, nowadays it's like a generic build, right? Really? Um, yeah, like back then it was just it's you know it's a sleeve block, um, it's a golden eagle sleeve deal, um, eighty four or eighty four and a half uh, board pistons. Um, I think I had uh, Carrillo rods, um, you know, seventy two millimeter. I think I was on. A, I think I was sponsored by Precision um, at the mm. time, so. Um, yeah, precision and like I said, just just a generic deal, custom air to water, yeah, um, all that stuff. So, and the transmission, transmission was a four speed dog box. Uh, by I think at that time, uh, Liberty it was Liberty, 
um, there was only the two companies. Actually, it was only one company doing it, and then, um, yeah, uh, PPG had just started uh, manufacturing stuff for it. So it was front wheel drive or rear wheel drive? It was front wheel drive. Okay. Yeah, it was all front wheel drive stuff. Why do they why Why do they switch them to rear wheel drive? Like some Hondas you see them at the track. You mean all wheel drive? Mm. Now nowadays it's all all wheel drive. Okay, stuff. okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you know a few. And this is just recent, probably like maybe six, seven years, or about six years ago. Um, there was a few people that, in the, in the past, probably, you know, um, more than six years, there was a few people that did all-wheel drive conversions. Um, but they didn't really get popular until like, you know, I was, I would probably say six years. Like I said, and that's the thing too, like I've been away from the Honda stuff for a while. Yeah. Um, you know, um, but I, I want to say about six years ago, people started doing all-wheel drive uh, setups on it. Really? And, um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it kind of took the... Did it change the game or what? Yeah, it definitely changed. Really? I think it did, you know, because now yeah. you got these cars, you know, trying to compete, and, you know, they're they're racing, uh, you know, some of the guys are racing no prep and everything else. There's oh, a wow. guy named Aaron Lopez from San Antonio, um, which is a really good friend of mine. Um, he, uh, you know, he went, I don't know if you've seen the last, was it one of the street outlaw um, deals where... They were inviting people on the show and stuff to race on the street and everything else. Was it in a, was it was it OKC or was here? Yeah, no, it was OKC. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I think it was the one to Oklahoma. Um, they end up uh, he ended up winning the the whole deal. Really? Yeah. And what car? It was a black, um, like a ninety or ninety nine two thousand EK. That wow. That's what he has. Yeah. You know how much power it had? I mean, probably making like fifteen hundred. Damn. Yeah. And how much how much do they weigh usually? Like when they um, start, they're still shaving. Clean. Well, it depends, right? Like I think um, you're probably being somewhere around the twenty three to twenty eight hundred pounds, depending <laughs> on how it's set up. Yeah, it's with just light. You That's know what I mean? crazy. But, yeah, that is crazy. You ever like try to pick one up by yourself? Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, uh, <laughs> when they're when they're gutted and everything else, yeah. yeah I mean, you can just grab them from the rear, like if they have a parachute mount or whatever cases, and just pick it up and move it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah so so 1,500 horsepower and like 22, 2,300. I said 22, 2,300 pounds. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it, it can it can get pretty quick. Does he race a uh, quarter mile or, or quarter yeah. mile or eighth of a mile? No, he does more quarter mile. Yeah, he does quarter. more quarter mile stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy, man. Yeah. That is crazy. Um, what you know what his time is like roughly um, average. I want to say from when he was front wheel drive, he went like a low eight and a quarter. I think now he's in the sevens. Uh, wow. Wheel drive. Yeah, I think exactly. I think he went like a seven sixty or seven seventy or something like that. So that's crazy. Yeah, which is fast. Like I said, yeah. regardless, I mean, being in the sevens in general is fast. You know. Yeah. So, um, it's pretty quick. Nice. Um, what was after the Honda? Did you? So after the Honda, um, basically after the Honda is kind of where um, you know. Uh, I've had a few few years off. Um, you know, went to went to school and stuff, and um, decided it wasn't for me. And that's school wasn't for you. No, school wasn't for me. Okay. So, um, and that's kind of where it kicked off, and Speed Lab kind of started. And what I built before before the shop, um, I had a I had bought a 2000. They were just fairly new 2014 GMC Sierra. The orange one. Yeah. Okay. When it was gray first, and then yeah, and then I'm doing orange. So, yeah. that truck um, was my R and D kind of kind of deal. Yeah. I um, mean, that was kind of like my start. 
um, and to get into the trucks and, you know, that whole scene and, and, um, yeah, man, that, that, that build there, um, talk, talk about the build, like what would you start with and then would you end up, you still, do you still have it? No, I don't have it. Okay. So talk about like when you first started, like what were you doing to it and then like what you finish it off with? So basically like, um, you know, um, being able to accomplish a few things with like the Honda stuff, right? Um, like I said, the the articles and all that stuff. That was that kind of opened the doors for me to to pick up sponsorships and everything else, right? So, oh yeah, nice. So like um, that's kind of you know big for me because like I said, um, there's a few key companies that you know since then supported me to now, um, and like when I when I decided to hey like you know I, I end up reaching out to them like hey. You know, I think I'm gonna start my own my own uh, my own shop, and um, but before that, I'm gonna start building this truck, and you know, I'm gonna go buy this truck, and um, you know, this is kind of what I want to do, and and um, you know, they were all for it and stuff. So, um, you know, like anything else, right? Uh, went to the dealership. I didn't want to buy a used one, and like I said, they were fairly new, so they want to buy a used one or anything like that. The ones that were already in the lot and stuff. So I ended up buying a brand new one, and um, started with the drop. Um, I think McGoffey's had just start uh, just came out with their drop kits. Mm-hmm. Um, I did that. I bought Caltrax for it. Caltrax, it, it was like everything was kind of like um, just going into it. It was all yeah. new, right? So um, there wasn't a lot of stuff available for them yet. Um, so we did that, and um, man, I started off with the turbo kit right off the bat. Really? Yeah. So when that on precision? Did, no, actually, uh, I ended up putting a Garrett on there, a Garrett G forty two. Um, I think it was a 72 millimeter. Um, and what motor was it? It was the 5.3. Okay. Yeah, yeah, direct injection 5.3. So, um, ended up building a turbo kit from scratch. You? So, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. That was actually my first, um, you know, I know we're jumping from timeline and timeline here. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, that was actually my first complete full, like, like from start to finish kind of build kind of deal hmm. for fabrication wise. By myself. Nice. Um, so you did you did both the cold and hot side. Yeah, the, okay. the cold hot side. Um, you know, built the intercooler, um, built the, you know, built the intakes for it, and the, the you know the piping, everything, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, that was that was kind of like my first my first go to deal, uh, first build. Um, but yeah, it was uh it was all vibrant. So vibrant ended up uh, sponsoring me all the material, the intercooler core, um. And uh, Tao ended up, that's when I, I was, uh, you know, sponsored by, by Tao, too. Tao sent me a 60-millimeter wastegate and their blow-up mm-hmm. valve. And, um, yeah, so that's kind of how I just started. Who tuned it? Um, so, man, who tuned it? <laughs> uh, Chris Delgado from, uh, back then they were known as D3 Performance. Now they're Pro Speed. Okay. Pro Speed Autosports or Auto... Yeah, auto sports, I think. Okay. So, um, you know, he he uh he ended up tuning it. Um Yeah. Yeah, cuz there wasn't a lot of people that can do those cars, those, those trucks. And like I said at the time, um there wasn't like I said it was it was still fairly new, so um Yeah, yeah, like there just, wasn't much technology for it or right. you know, people couldn't really do much with them, you know, so um it, there was a lot of there was a lot of headache with that truck because you know, I think when I turbocharged it, I was 
probably the second one that was ever done. Mm. Um, so um, I remember, um, I remember even some, I guess some of like the engineers from like uh, HP tuners and stuff were were sending like just kind of like asking questions and everything else. So, um, oh, okay. like I said, it was yeah, it was okay. It was, I think it was the wrong time of doing it. But at the same time, like I said, you know, it was something different that, you know, hasn't been done. Yeah. Um, you know, and then, like I said, after that, like the whole rap deal and the wheels and, you know, just it, that car or the, not that car, that truck evolved a, a few different times. So. Yeah. And did you change the cam? Did you upgrade the transmission? No. What? So when I first did it, I didn't do anything. Um, I left it all stock. Um, all I did was add the turbo kit. And then um, I think we turned it up to like. I think it was like five or seven pounds of boost, and we ended up running out of fuel. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so we ended up doing that, and then we ended up developing this uh, port injection kit. So I ended up putting like a Holly High Ram on there and mm-hmm. um, doing uh, port injection and stuff. And like I said, that was kind of a pain in the ass. Um, but, um, you know, like I said, trying to find ways to, to make the power and, and, and you know, the demand. Because was, the demand was there, and that was my whole idea behind that truck was to to get it to where i can make it a production kit mm. and I can start selling them um but so the port injection like you drilled you drilled and tap in the holly high ram no 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 so like uh holly had just came out with these high rams where you you can uh well you, yeah you can you could buy them as a blank yeah or you can just put them on because direct injection you know the all the um all the gm stuff is actually like in um, the injectors are actually bolted to the head. Okay. It's not like a like a generic deal where you know like your LS stuff where your your injectors are like in the intake. Mm-hmm. They're they're not in the intake. Um, at the you know uh, for these so they're in the bottom, and um, so when I ordered the Holly Hiram, yeah, we had to actually yeah actually because they didn't even offer that. We actually uh drilled the uh, the uh, injector ports on the Holly. Um, and then made our own bracket for the, uh, for the, um, fuel rows. For the fuel rows and and yeah. yeah, just did it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what it hit at the track? Like, what were you? Is there like a certain goal you were trying to hit at the track for it, or like? So my my goal honestly was to be the first nine second truck for that style. Yeah. Um, and uh, like I said, that that truck, I learned a lot on that truck um on like the the do's and don'ts and and like anything else right um talk about the do's and don'ts <laughs> well i mean um like i said it was too new for for what it was yeah. um direct injection the motors right the all the all the di stuff that stuff is very very um it's very intrigued like as far as like trying to figure it out you know even to this day there's People are still trying to figure it out. You yeah. Know? Um. I don't think you know there there people really offer like actual injectors for it or anything like that because it's just um the way it's it's um there's there's there was a lot of engineering developed for those mm-hmm. um and they're just kind of hard like now you know like even now you know people are like are deleting the the di stuff and just doing straight port injection. Yeah. At that point, it's like you know you have like an an a modern day LS. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. um, you know, people, like I said, to this day, people still struggle. There's not really an actually option out there to, to, to do it. I know some people have, like, a Motec system for it now, 
but like I said, it's it's still it's still kind of hard. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's the whole thing nowadays with the new newer vehicles and stuff. It's uh, it's set up that way now. Where you know it's just making it a little bit harder and harder to modify. Um, you know, but that's just that's just the way this is going. So yeah. So so what'd you hit? Um. So at the track when I first took it out, um, I'm trying to remember. I think I went a ten. The very first time. I went. I think I went like a ten eighty or ten sixty, um, and at at that I think at that time I I was, I think I was like the front runner for it. I was okay. one of the fastest. And then um, there's another there was another white truck. I'm trying to remember that guy's name. There was another one that um, he was also pushing, and I think uh, like a few months later, a month later, whatever, he went a little bit faster, and then I end up um, getting crazy with it. I end up. Um, end up having the second uh the second ever sleeved um six two mm. um from uh ERL back in they're not obviously they don't exist anymore but um uh, I hooked up with them and they, they, they built me a whole short block um to throw in there. So it was the, it was the first one of the first four twenty sevens that were that was out there. Nice um, and uh, threw that in there and everything else. Like I said, and it was. So that's your experimental truck. Yeah, that was my experimental. Yeah, truck. Yeah. yeah, that was like my my experimental on on the whole DI deal. Yeah. Um. And uh, like I said, it, it it served its purpose because like you know. The LS stuff is so much simpler, because you ain't got to deal with that. <laughs> yeah. So it was like you know when I when I finally got around to the LS stuff because and it's funny because I did it ass backwards right um. I messed with the DI stuff first, and then I reverted back to the LS. Yeah. When I started doing the LS stuff, I was like, "Man, this is cake." <laughs> and there's so many parts. That's the that's the whole thing, right? There's everywhere you look, there was parts available for it. Yeah. You know, like I said, the the DI stuff, if you know, um, the newer stuff, there was you know there was only certain companies that were doing it. Yeah. And you ask questions, nobody had an answer. Everybody had a suggestion or or an opinion, but yeah. nobody really had a a concrete answer say hey it's this or hey do this right no it's like well what are you doing <laughs> like, well i'm asking you you know yeah, you're, yeah. Like, you're supposed to be the expert you know yeah. like i'm just you know you know i'm just putting something together and hopefully it works you know yeah, and yeah. that was kind of the whole deal um but when i ended up doing that i ended up taking it back out with the 427 and everything else and like i said um i already had port injection on it so i had i introduced port injection on top of di so there's a lot of tuning involved and like i said it just never really took the time to figure it out um just because there was so much other stuff going on like i said and i just started the shop so and uh so there was just like too much on the table yeah um but ended up going like a 10 30 or 10 20 or something like that okay um, so my goal was almost there yeah but i i was already at that point it was kind of more like a i was already fed up with it yeah um so it's just like whatever so let's. So we're gonna talk about your vehicles, and then we'll talk about the shop. Uh, after the after the orange one, what came after that? Um. After the orange one, I actually bought an S10, a mm. big block Chevy S10, um, and then we ended up throwing nitrous on it, and that only lasted one outing. Um, <laughs> we end up. Uh, we ended up throwing, uh, I forgot, somebody's kit. Somebody let me borrow a kit and just threw it all in there. Um, and the first pass, you know, 
uh, did a, like a small willy. Mm-hmm. And then, um, like I said, uh, the guy who was helping, I don't even remember who was helping me. Um, they're like, oh, you know, we need to lean it out a little bit or whatever the case is. You know, the, the, the plugs still look fat and this and that. So leaned it out. And end up end up putting that thing on a bumper and almost hitting the wall in the H and P. Wow. Yeah. So what happened was they end up twisting the the chassis in the back, and, um, and that was it for that that truck. <laughs> that truck really like I parked it and I was like I'm gonna fix it and then just just never never did anything with it and up and I actually end up parting it all out and um so selling, you, selling the chassis. So you bought this ten and, and then you threw a big block or it came? No, it came. I bought it. I bought it running. Oh, okay. Yeah, I bought it running. And then you just threw nitrous and boom. I just threw nitrous and yeah, boom. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, the, the whole idea was just to have fun with it. Just yeah. Going and then um, I was well, You had make, fun with it, or? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was already like making contacts like to, to basically turbocharge it, right? Yeah. Um, I was already getting like the internals ordered, um, like the pistons, the rods, and everything else. And like I said, when that happened, I was like, you know what? Just park it. When I get time for it, I'll start messing with it and everything else. Yeah. Like I said, that was, yeah, that, that, that thing uh, had a short life. <laughs> <laughs> and what, what came after this? And so after this 10, um, after this 10, I bought a uh, F body. Um, that a lot of, I guess that one kind of was another vehicle um, that I guess the shop is kind of known for. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's crazy because that car never ran. Really? Yeah. Um, Talk about that, like. So that that car, um, that car I, I I bought it a while back, um, and I slowly started building it, um, and the first setup that was in there, somebody wanted it, I ended up selling it. The setup. The setup, yeah, and so. Everything kind of, you know, it's like anything else, right? Everything kind of falls in place with business. Um, if I needed to invest back into the company, then whatever I had that that was valuable, I would sell. Mm. So, like, anything's for sale, right? Um, everything has a price. Everything has a price, yeah. yeah. And that was the whole thing. Like, every time I had something in the car, like the, the Camaro. The Camaro, I swear, I probably had three or four different setups in it, and I sold all of them. <laughs> you know and then you know and that's that was the whole the whole deal like you know i'll start putting it together okay you know and you, you get a little bit of motivation like okay i'm gonna finish it this time you know and then someone comes around hey man I'll, I'll give you this much yeah man take it like <laughs> i'll take it out the car right now you yeah. know um so that car kind of is it always like more money than what you put into it though or is it like break even sometimes um the first no, actually, I made money on all of them. Oh, wow, nice. Yeah, I made okay. money on all of them. So it made um, sense. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that, that, and that was the reason why, like, you know, like I said, whenever they tell you, hey, man, like, I, I want that. Yeah. Well, I mean, hey, how much would you, you know, will yeah. you give me? And sometimes I don't even, like, the, the, the few times that, that that's happened, I've never put a price on it. They just, they gave me a price, and I knew, like, right off the back, man, I, I, it needs to go. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's too good. So. Yeah. Um, but, um. So I end up uh, the last time um, putting the last setup in there. I end up, uh, like I said, um, carrying on with the sponsors and everything else, and then kind of getting back in talk. So in two thousand, right before COVID, was it? COVID happened in nineteen, right? Uh, twenty. Twenty. Yeah. So nineteen, um, I end up getting a phone call from uh, um, Vibrant, uh, Vibrant Performance, and they're mm-hmm. like, "Hey, man, like you know." Um, 
we because in the the one of the marketing guys there, I I, well, even even before him, um, I had a really good relationship with a lot of a lot of the guys there, and um, they uh, they were going to SEMA or they were going to go to PRI, and they offered me the spot because um, they had another vehicle that kind of I guess dropped, mm-hmm. um, and then. I think it was like three months before SEMA or two months before SEMA. Yeah. Then they'll call me back and say, hey, our SEMA car dropped. And how far along are you with the car? I'm like, I haven't even started working on it. On the Camaro? On the Camaro. Yeah. Okay. Like the Camaro was like bare. Um, um, had like a roller? Yeah, it was just a roller. Yeah, it was just a roller. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was just a roller. You know, no paint job. Um, had different color fenders on it. Like it was, it was, you know, it was, it was a project, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, and um, they're like, well, hey, like, you know, um, do you want to do it? Like, you know, I think this would be a good opportunity for you. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'll do it. I mean, I thinking, okay, like, you know, you're two or three months out, whatever. You know, that's a lot of work. <laughs> and uh, yeah. and yeah, luckily, somehow, some way. Um, you know, they sent me, and that was kind of the start of, of, of a few other, um, um, uh, relationships as far as companies goes. Cause you know, um, Vibram was, was, um, um, willing to help. Right. So, yeah. you know, they, they made a few contacts for us, for, uh, for us as well. Like, um, you know, Garrett, uh, Garrett Turbo, uh, which they're, you never really hear them sponsoring anybody. Um, and, um, I got, I, you know, I was, I was very fortunate to be sponsored by them. Mm-hmm. So they sent me a turbo and then, um, uh, turbo smart was another company that came on board and there was a bunch of companies that came on board and, you know, like from one week to another, you know, um, I started just getting shipments and shipments and, nice. um, I have, and Vibrant sent me like, they sent me enough parts or material and parts to put like three cars together. Wow. They just kind of sent me everything in their catalog. Um, and, yeah, just, you know, literally two weeks before SEMA, I started putting the car together. Um, and, you know, got everything situated. Um, you know, we painted the chassis, did all that stuff, and then I ended up, um, ended up getting it wrapped. Um, so it was like a, it was like a, a red candy color. Um, and I, I did this. I kind of did the same theme as I did with the Civic. It was the black and red thing. Okay. Um. So my wheels were all black and red. The interior, um, like the, uh, the engine bay, the way it was dressed, it was all black and red. Um, and so that all happened. Um, I just got lucky. And literally, like like I said, it was last minute. Um, I ended up showing up to the SEMA to Vegas. Um. Six hours before the show started. Mm. Um, wow yeah like i got very lucky and and they um the <laughs> i remember they had to beg the uh the guard to let let me in because they already the closed guard. well yeah because everything's closed like you're so the deadline is like a monday at eight o'clock at night so the show you know show starts on wednesday so you showed up i showed up tuesday oh or actually i showed up wednesday morning at one two uh two in the morning yeah Wow, that was that's how backed up I was. I was running late. You know what I mean? Like I said, and um, luckily, like I said, there were there were there were the the only booth that didn't have a car. Oh, yeah. Wow. So like, um, you know, 
leading up to it, I was getting phone calls. Like, hey, man, where are you at? Like, dude, I'm still in Houston. Like, it's Monday. You should already be on the road. Like, Well, you should already be there. Yeah, I should already be yeah, there. Yeah. Technically, I should already be there. Like, yeah. dude, like, man, I promise I'll make it. I'll make it. And, dude, just, you know, hauled ass. And uh, one of my good friends met me halfway. Um, if it wasn't for him, to be honest with you, I probably wouldn't, would have never made it. Wow. Uh, Cause you know, um, I promise you, I, man, I didn't sleep. I didn't sleep the whole two weeks, almost like I probably, if anything, I was taking like an hour nap here and there. And that wow. was it. Um, trying to finish for SEMA. Trying to finish for SEMA. But, um, it's like anything else, right? Um, you have to sacrifice sometimes to, you know, to see what happens, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, and most of the time, you know, like I said, um, you know, I know you hear a lot of people say, oh, you know, um, you have to give up to to see what better comes out of it, right? Um, you know, I just, my goal was to just make it, um, not to let, a, you know, all these companies down that obviously, you know, um, trust in what I'm doing. Yeah. And end up being a... a, a, a I was like a grand slam at the at the show. Um, I even won like a little award for like the top ten vehicles that were there. Oh wow, um, nice! Because it was different, right? It was a it's a whole different vibe. Like you know, when you go to when you go to Vegas, you go to Fursima, you got all these lifted trucks, you got these drop trucks, cars, you got low riders, you yeah. got all this other stuff, right? And um, you know, you had this drag car. Um, and like I said, it was it was it was it was a different twist to it. Mm -hmm. um, the way that the 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 turbo setup was, it had a lot of titanium on it. Gotcha. Um, and uh, so it was shining. Yeah, it, it it you know it was just different, yeah. right? So um, you know when people walk and what made it cool was at the time uh, for for their booth setup they used this bright royal blue carpet. So the car just stood out because yeah. it was a bright red you know yeah. bright red candy deal yeah. that was there and um you know that made it even more of like a a wild kind of thing right and um yeah like i said it it uh end up ended up being a good thing and it's funny because gm was um in front of uh of the booth um or on the, around the corner like not too far from it and a lot of their um you caught them sign like side eye well, no, they actually walked up to the car, oh, you know, like they were, yeah, you know, because yeah. they were they were amused because you know they were you know they were showcasing the Copo and all that stuff, you know, um, yeah. and uh, you know GM is one of like the, one of the the one of the bigger companies that are there because um, they take up like a, a a lot of real estate there, mm -hmm. and um, not just inside but outside as well and everything else. So, um, yeah, it was it was like I said, it it ended up getting a lot of attraction. Nice, a lot like end up. End up people sending me videos from like YouTube, like, hey man, like somebody was like doing like a you know walk around and stuff, and your car always pops up, like they'll come back to it and stuff. And there was a, a few uh, big YouTubers, I guess back then, that were you know shutting out the car and everything else. So, yeah. um, like I said, it was a good for for media. Um, it was a good social deal. Um, it was actually my very first time in SEMA in general. Mm -hmm. um, actually, it was actually my first time in Vegas as well. Oh wow! Nice. Yeah, so it was a, like a first experience for everything. So. Um, it was pretty, pretty cool. cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Like yeah. I said, it was something that you know, um, that you know was 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 worth it. You know, talk about uh, talk about Dirty Taco. Dirty Taco. So that is a new build that's coming out. Um, yeah, the owner Dewey Bowie. Um, it's uh, 
it's basically like the, I want to say little brother, I would probably say stepchild of white rice. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's a, it's a little bit different. It's the same, you know, the the motor stuff is the same thing, right? It's a 2JZ deal, all billet um, or billet block, you know, still stock casting head um, just because there's, there's not nobody making them yet. Um, or there's some few people that are out there, but they don't, they don't really work yet. Um, so they're still doing R and D and stuff, but so dirty taco is a two JZ that's a compound. Um, and we actually just took that, uh, beginning of the year or last, this past December, we took it to PRI. Um, and, uh, but yeah, so it's a compound setup. Uh, we did all the fabrication on it. Um, you know, all the titanium and stuff There's a bunch of pie cuts in it. Um, and the same thing. He wanted to do something a little different, a little, you know, um, is it, is the customer truck? Yeah. Yeah. It's a customer. Okay. It's not, yeah, it's not mine. No, okay. no, no, no. It's, 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 uh, it's Dewey Bowie's, um, uh, ride pretty nice. much. So, I mean, he's the one that owns, like, I'm sure you heard of white rice. I don't know if you ever seen the, that, uh, lime green, um, froggy. No, Supra. Oh. uh, wasabi. Mm-mm. No, um, that's his as well. Okay. And uh, he's already building like two other vehicles, so um, he's nice. always yeah he's he's always building cars. Um, hey, does he does he just stick with that in that that motor only the two JZ or yeah he's a big two JZ really like, he's die hard. Where does he where does he get them? Man? Huh? Are they hard to find? Are they hard to get? Well, he gets all they're all, like he has like six billet blocks. They're all like it's all race engine stuff. Like it's wow. all like like hardcore. What so if somebody wants to buy a two JZ, what do they run? As far as price and stuff, yeah, um, man, they got kind of expensive nowadays. Oh, I think anything got expensive, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I think a swap now is like sixty five hundred bucks or something, hmm. which is pretty expensive. Yeah, I mean, like you know, for that when back in the day it was only like two thousand dollars or three thousand max. And what's like what's what what power could they make potentially? Um, if I'm not mistaken, when you like stroke them. Um, piston and rod, or even a piston and rod deal. I think the block is probably good for um, safely thirteen, fourteen hundred. Okay. Yeah. You know anything past that, you know you're you're liable of you know splitting the block or cracking it or yeah or um you know all that stuff. So. So, what is the like? What is his? Is he trying to like um? What is he competing for? Like a certain index or on what the dirty taco? Yeah. So dirty taco is more of a like a ASAC. The it's kinda like a newer class that's been coming around. Um, so it's all still all glass. Um, yeah. that's one of the main main um I think that we're really, really looking into, the ASAC class. Um, that and probably no time. Okay. So um uh, which no time is kinda like a little bit of ev- it's it's everywhere. Um and as some, I guess, some places have it where they're a little bit more strict on the rules. Like if, as long as you're not showing times, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of places you can race. Um, if you're showing times, then there's a lot of places you can't race. Mm. They'll they'll basically call it a, a a class car. Gotcha. So if you show times within, I think I think the 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 timeline is like within a year, you can't race. So. Hmm. So what if you don't, you see some people like they'll slow down at the very end, right? Mm-hmm. Is that why they do it? Because they don't want to show their time? Like they'll hit the brakes like 
I, I think like what two thousand feet or something. No, not two thousand feet. <laughs> like two hundred feet, three hundred feet. Out. Well, I mean the so like before they before they cross the line. Well, they're they like, like just break. Yeah, I mean, um, it 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 depends. Sometimes they have to abort the run because maybe they didn't feel something that went yeah, right yeah, yeah. or you know. Yeah, yeah. There, there's there's a bunch of stuff that can happen right during the pass. Um, and um. <laughs> yeah, I mean. So there's you know there's a bunch of stuff that goes on there. I mean there's there's there also uh, there's a probably reason too for that is like if there's a there's a a cap like a 490 cap or something yeah, yeah. like that. So you can't go faster than that. Or yeah. You break out or whatever the case is, right? You get disqualified or whatever. Yeah. Um it, it all depends. Honestly, the it all depends on where they're racing and what exactly they're doing. Um you know, that that'll kind of explain why why they're doing what they're doing? Yeah, yeah. Um, anything else about Dirty Taco? Like, what's uh, what's to come for it? Like, anything new? Um, no, we're actually working on it now. Um, uh, we they you know Dewey sent it out to uh, um, out to get a few things done, and it's 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 already back. Um, I actually have to go back over there to his house because we're he he has it at his place. He has a, a big like. 5,000 square foot shop that he built as his own little garage, like a little man cave kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and that's where he keeps all his cars and stuff. So um, I'm going over there after work and, you know, working on it here and there just to get it buttoned up because they're still wiring the car, the, the truck up. So we're really, really close. Um, what I have left is really nothing. So I'm, I think we're, we're hoping possibly even next week to be on a dyno. That's wow. what it looks like. Oh, wow, nice. Hopefully, as long as everything comes uh, full circle, I think we should be on the dyno next next week sometime. Nice, Hopefully. nice. So, and then testing, if everything goes on the dyno, then testing is right after that. So, when you took the yellow Camaro to SEMA, did you keep the same setup that you have now on it, or is it totally different? The yellow Camaro, no, the yellow Camaro is a whole different car. Oh. So, my Camaro was an F-body. Okay, got you. Yeah, my Camaro was an F-body at, at SEMA. No, that, so that car. So, talk about the, the yellow one. Is there a certain name you have for it, or? Um, what's the name for that car? <laughs> so I'm not the owner of that car. Okay. It's a customer's car. Okay. Um, but I I do drive them, just like Taco. Like I'm actually the driver for Taco. Okay. Um, the what is the name of the Camaro? The mud truck is shocker. Man. It's on top of my head. I can't remember the name, but <laughs> so um, yeah, that Camaro. That's a that's that's another customer of mine. Um, it's a '69 Camaro. Uh, you know, it's a big block, big block Chevy. Looks nice, by the way. Real nice. Yeah, it's it's a it's a nice. You know, it's it's old school, right? Yeah. So it's an old school classic car. So you know, it's yeah. funny you said that '69 Camaro. That's what I asked Flocka. What was his dream car? And he said that one. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You know, he actually drove that car one time. Really? Yeah. Like yeah. down, like he like, raised it. Yeah, at at H and P. Oh, um, no. I think one of his customers wanted to buy it. Yeah. So they put him in the seat, like, "Hey, test it out for me. See what do you think. Whatever the case is." And I don't, I don't think it, I, it, it obviously didn't go through. Yeah. Um. But uh, but yeah, no, that that car. That car's come a long way, for sure. Um. That car. You know, it's a generic big block Chevy deal. Mm -hmm. Um. Twin ninety eights on it or twin ninety fours or ninety eights uh turbos on there. Um it's on Haltech and you know, the you know, the full nine yards, it's a full blown race car. Yeah. Um 
What's like an average power that one makes? Uh, was never well. I haven't put on. I I think the last time they put on a dyno, I think it made twenty eight hundred horsepower. Twenty eight. Twenty hundred. Yeah, twenty eight or twenty five hundred. Wow. On there. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So I think all in, it'll probably make like thirty five hundred. Damn. Yeah. And what what does it weigh? Um, that car weighs right around twenty. Well, I have it set up to where if we do want to go class racing with it, it can. I think it weighs. Right around twenty hundred pounds, twenty eight fifty. You have to put any um, any weights in the back, like uh, what they call it, fuck, like when you put like bags of sand. Oh, uh, what is it? Um, a certain name for it. Um, lead shot, or mm, nah, it's they're like they put like fifty pound bags, in the back. Or lead weight or lead. Yeah. It, uh, yeah, little little pellets and stuff. But yeah, I'm more. Yeah, I mean you have that option. You have ballast, like, like ballast. Oh, ballast. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, ballast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's weight in the back. You know, we just started putting weight in the front because that thing wanted a wheelie, um, and it still wants a wheelie. Didn't it wheelie at H and P? It did. Yes. Were you driving? I was driving. Yeah. Yeah. How was that feeling? How did you feel? Um, talk it, about that. Like how you felt. What was going through your mind? So like that car, right? So that car has been. It's been a fight. Um. Like I said, there's there's a few things that were wrong with the car. So when I first got the car um, in my possession, you know, we went over it, uh, figured out a few things that were wrong with it. So we fixed it, you know, and then, you know, we've been taking it out to the track. We've been going, we've been taking that car out a lot um, because the owner wanted to make sure that, you know, the car, the car has potential. The car should run a number and everything else. And, um, you know, um, in the past, he, he, if you know for whatever reason it was um you know just um they i don't think there was enough time spent on it to get it sorted out yeah um you know or the attention to detail um you know i I think it was just it was always one of those things where you know um shops were always busy and um and so um when it came to me uh, cuz i was I'm fabricating on one of his other uh, vehicles, um, and um, you know, he he brought it up to me and said, "Hey, look, I have this Camaro. You know, I've been having these issues and stuff like that. It should run this number, but you know, um, hasn't got there yet." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Okay, you know what? Just bring it by. Let me look over it and let me see what we can do with it. You know, um, if you give me the green light, then we'll move forward." Yeah. And. Like I said, when we first got the car, looked over his stuff. There's there's already a few things that were kind of just stood out. I was like, you know what? Let me change this. Let me do this, mm-hmm. and let me just start taking it out. And you know, start start getting everything tweaked out and and making sure that it works and um and does what it's supposed to. And and like I said, it was it was an uphill battle for sure with that car. Um. And you know, like anything else, right? Like you know, um, I'm the way I see it, I'm still learning. Um, you know, um. You always learn new things every day, right? So there's a few things that, you know, it's kind of like, man, this doesn't work. Let's try this or let's try that. Um, And, uh, you know, like I said, I I surround myself with with, uh, good enough um, people where I can, you know, call them and ask, you know, start conversating and ask questions or or say, hey, you know, what do you think about this idea or what do you think about that? Uh, So we bounce uh, bounce around ideas and everything else and, you know, 
got the car situated, um, you know, went out to the first time, first outing and stuff, you know, just kind of took it, took it baby steps and, you know, little by little start going faster, start going faster. And then, um, up to the Willie deal, we, you know, we start going kind of fast. Um, you know, when, when, what's not, fast? I can't really say the numbers. <laughs> it's a no time car, right? Okay. No, okay. That's the thing, you know, yeah, the, yeah, the owner yeah. doesn't really want to reveal, yeah. it, you know, the numbers and stuff. Um, but it's, um, it was going pretty quick, right? Yeah. And, um, you know, up to that point before the Willie, you know, like, hey, well, I think it's time to start throwing some real power at it. Let's, and I think we're only like at 22, 25 pounds of boost. So we started introducing 35, 40. So it's a big jump, especially on a big block deal. Like it's, you know, you're, you're not talking about a hundred, you know, a hundred horsepower here, a hundred horsepower there. I'm talking about like. 500 horsepower or more, <laughs> yeah. right? Because um, it's a big cubic inch kind yeah. of uh, setup. So, and um, no, it, it, I wasn't expecting it. I would, I, I thought still like, you know, the track is good. Um, I don't think the, I didn't think it would do that. And it just, it just happened so fast. Um, it just kind of went up in the air. Wow. And you know, I I did my best to to make sure, and 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 there's a lot of you know there's a lot of things that you know kind of go through your head, um, you know, but I guess in situations like that, um, I guess because of just my previous what I've done in the past, um, you know, like and that was the whole thing with the the whole the whole shop deal, and I I'll I'll bring this up later, but my whole passion was driving. Mm. Right, I love to drive, um, you know, and it's been a while since, like I said, you know, since the Honda days, whatever. And I drove for for a few people here and there, and that's that's when I got introduced to real wheel drive stuff and everything else. But for some reason, Willie's has always been a thing. Like it just always like it's kind of like not to say a kryptonite, but um, when I first got in a real wheel drive car, the first thing I did was Willie. Really? Yeah. So. And, you know, like anybody else, when that first happens, you know, I'm, I'm sure it's, 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 it's a natural thing. You, um, you freak out or you, uh, you over try to correct or whatever mm-hmm. the case is, right? So the first thing you do is you let off the, the gas. And what happens? It just slams down. Yeah. Right? No, fe- you didn't try to feather it, no pedaling? Or- well, that's the thing. The, the first time it ever happened, I didn't, you know, when, when that happened, whatever. Luckily, nothing broke or anything bent or anything like that. But the feeling of just like, man, that's, I don't want to ever feel that again. Really? So after that, I learned really quick, like, hey. So you're seeing stars. When yeah, when you're up in the air, you make sure you try to do some, anything you can do. Ease off the throttle. Don't get all 100% off of it or start fettering it. Yeah. You know, just, just play with it. Yeah. And um, like I said, from the past experience and stuff, like I said, with the Camaro, when that happened, you know, it's the first thing, you know, it's like a first instance. Like, okay, I need a. I need a feather. I need to bring it down softly, as mu- or as soft as I can. And um, luckily, I did. And you know, just you know, went on by my day. Whatever, came back, um, looked over the whole car and everything else. And that's when we started, you know, th- start throwing weight at the car. Um, yeah. Hey, well, we need weight over here. We need weight over there. Um, you know, nowadays you have all these sensors and stuff. So you have like a laser ride height sensor. You have a shock travel sensors. So you have all this stuff to help you. Like technology. The, yeah, yeah, basic yeah, technology. Yeah, yeah. technology is way beyond, you know, um, you know, I don't think people understand how much technology there is, you know, and I'm still 
surprised that a lot of people don't take advantage of it. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, there's like, you can set it up to where the car kind of, not to say drives itself, but for the most part can handle everything. Autopilot. Yeah. Almost <laughs> like you put an autopilot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, technically, you yeah. know, um, but you know, look, uh, lucky for me, we have that stuff already set up in the car. So, you know, start, start adding it up and, and, um, you know, start, uh, but you still need data for it, though. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. like, data like that is perfect, right? Yeah. And that's the thing. It's a good thing that, you know, like I said, we have a bunch of data leading up to that point. Right, right. You know, so we kind of know what the car's doing and this and that. So we go back, you know, you go back to the computer and you, you start setting up your parameters and everything else for that and, you know, get that situated. And like I said, um, trying to get the wheelie under control and stuff. And that's when we finally got that kind of sorted out. Um, it went really fast. Like right off the back, with no willy. Well, it wants the willy. It, oh. still, it still touches it. So every time it tries a willy, um, no willy bars. No, I can't run willy bars in that in in that category. Gotcha. Like if you do like a big slick, yeah, 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 um, or like your street all low guys or anything, big tire stuff. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Can run, you can run, um, you can run um, willy bars or, or you know stuff like that. But in small tire or you know um, like radio stuff that we're doing. We, you can't. You, so it's like on a 275, 28? It's on, it's on a 275. Okay, gotcha. It's on a 275, so. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like I said, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a fun car for sure. Man, it sounds crazy. So describe the feeling how you felt whenever you really, like, if you can remember. Um, I know you can't really cuss, right? Just, yeah. Like, you know, the O. Yeah. The oh, like, oh shit. Right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, you know, I just remember going like, looking straight, and looking at the, you know, looking at the basically the scoreboard and stuff, right? You know where it's at. Mm -hmm. Looking at that to, not seeing it no more. And it's just like pitch, you know, pitch black. You know, it's just dark because you look up. You know, it's just like, <laughs> like I'm willing. You know, like I'm up in the air. Like right. Yeah. So it was like. Okay, start pedaling. You know what I mean? Start pedaling. Yeah. You know, and um But you're talking about like half a second or maybe less than it that. Happened. Or like you're talking fast, dude. So I still sixty footed a one oh nine. Wow. But that was on a back tire. <laughs> yeah. Like I think it, it went up in the air point like man. Point three within the run. Wow. So like as soon as I launched, as soon as I launched, we threw all the pyratic. And yeah. it just went it went from here to here. Yeah. Right away. Um and I wrote it out pretty far, but like I said, it ended up end up uh we looked at the data and everything else. And yeah, it ended up end up sixty footing off the rear tires. Wow. So that's crazy. Like I said, and and like I said, that <laughs> it, it, it it just it happened so fast. Like yeah. there was no couldn't really, you know, um, you didn't really, I didn't really think it, too much of it. It's just like, I'm here, and then all of a sudden I'm here. Like, oh, yeah. shit. Like, How did you feel when you slammed, though, like when you bam? Well, I didn't, like I said, I, I, I got lucky enough. I didn't, I didn't slam it. Okay. Um, um, I ended up, like I said, I ended up, ended up you know, fret, I see frettering out and everything else. Yeah. And like I said, it landed softly, softly enough, I guess, um, to where uh didn't really cause any damage and stuff. And I think. The next before we went out to the next outing and stuff, we ended up looking at. I think we ended up we ended up busting one of the uh, 
one of the hind joints in the front. Gotcha. Or the ball joint, one of the two. Yeah. Um, so we had to replace that, but other than that, everything's fine. I see some like when I'm li- when I'm when I'm looking at races and the the wheelie, mm-hmm. and then when they slam, pow, the front suspension like break, like it was just like the whole front. I'm yeah. Like, so and, and that that's that's the that's the whole deal of like not not um, you know, not having a brain fart or not freaking out. You know yeah. what I mean when that happens because like I said, you see it all the time. It's you see it more, more frequently, honestly, um, where somebody goes up in the air and just lets off yeah. completely. What about the ones where they, where they're up in the air and then the the air just picks them off, woof, and it just. So <laughs> that's scary, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's that's you know that that is scary, and that that can happen anytime, honestly. Yeah. Um, you know, you have to go pretty fast. You know, um, like the Camaros is is mile an, is mile an hour and close to where it can do that damn so and like i said it just takes a split second you know what i mean like if you're going down the track and you're past the eighth mile and it's or not, let's say not past the eighth mile let's say 200 foot out right and it just starts carrying the wheels you know there's sometimes where you can ride it out and there's times where and again like the incident with the you know throwing all the power at it you know yeah. depending on how you have your power management set up um time and all that the, you know time based or whatever the case is right yeah. um you know that'll dictate how that's gonna be and sometimes it's, it's just not controllable like yeah the track can be 100 percent perfect and you know let's just say you throw one more degree of timing at it or one more pound of boost or whatever the case is where you lean it out just a little bit in one spot in that area it's all it takes to for it to come up and you know normally you normally see that happen when you're in competition Mm. Why? Excuse me. <laughs> I'm burping over here. Um, well, because you don't want to lose. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, it's 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 in our nature to, you know, pump it up. Do what? Well, do what you got to do to to yeah to cross that finish line first. Yeah. Right. So, um, I mean that's kind of like the 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 main thing, right? Is is to make sure that you know you, at least for for myself, you know, a lot of people say, oh, you know. Uh, you know, go out and have a good time, whatever the case is. It doesn't matter what happens. Like, <laughs> that's cool and all. Yes, I, I understand that. Yeah. But I go for, you know, I, I, I'm i going out there to win. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, You know, as humble as I, I can be, I want to go out there and win. Like, yeah. I want to go out there and compete. You know what I mean? That's that's just the competitive nature that, that right. Um, not just myself, a few people have it. I know uh, Flacco's the same way. Um, a few other, you know, drivers that I know and, you know, people that, that run their business and stuff. We just, you know, there's some people that are very, very competitive right? Um, when it comes down to it. And, and we always say it and we always make jokes about it. You know, we're all friends and everything else outside of the cars, but when we're in the next to that lane, I don't know you, I don't <laughs> care for you, and I hate you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, because that's just the way it is. You know, you, you're trying to win. Yeah. You know, and um, that's just what racing is, honestly. What, what is your reaction time usually? What do you try to keep it at? Um, man, um, I've been pretty bad lately. Um, you know, up to like, well, like I said, it's been, it's been a long time. Like in reality, I haven't competed since back in my hundred days. Yeah. Um, but we just went out a month ago, about a month, month. Yeah. About a month, month and a half ago. We went to XRP. XRP. Yeah. Um, that was my first actual competition in Man, years. I would say at least seven years. Wow. 
Um, How was it? Like the the outing. It, it so it started rocky. Um, like I said, we thought we went with the game plan. Uh, we thought we had the car figured out, and geez, I keep on hitting this mic. It's alright. <laughs> uh, you know, we kept on. Uh, I'm here saying kept on. Um, we went with a game plan. Yeah. You know, we had everything set up and everything in. Um, like I said, from the data that we had, and we, you know, we, I, I, I went in feeling really good, saying, okay, we have a car. I have to be on my A game to make sure that I'm I'm good at the tree, you know, and and just make it A to B. Um, and we have a good chance of you know. Either winning or or at least making it far, mm-hmm. and um, started spinning. I don't know where. Wow. Spun here, so like. Where was that at? XRP. That uh, what state? Uh, uh, right there, uh, right right outside of Dallas, or okay. before Dallas, so like passing Ennis, uh, Ferris, Texas. So you said that you were spinning off the line, right? Yeah, yeah, we started so spinning. Did you did you notice a change in weather or elevation? Well, weather was different. Elevation is, uh, it was. Pretty similar to what you know we've been doing at H and P and stuff. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, and like I said, all that stuff is important, right? Yeah. Um, because you know, depending on the elevation, obviously you make more power, make less power, whatever the case is. Yeah. Um, but the uh, man, the car just started just just not wanting to cooperate. Yeah. <laughs> started started spinning, so we started throwing weight at other uh, other locations of the car. Um, we end up. Uh, what did we end up doing? We ended up doing that. We ended up doing a lot of stuff. And then we ended up going back out, had a freak accident on one of the lines, uh, one of our um, our dry brakes. And it's not really a drag brake, but it's a quick release for our transmission cooler deal that we use for to cool down the transmission and stuff. Mm-hmm. For somehow, odd reason, has, has never failed us anything. And um, it ended up getting jammed. So... You know, we don't turn on the car until we actually get in right before the burnout box. Mm-hmm. Turn it on, did the burnout. Burnout, I went super sideways, like, trying to figure out what the hell's going on. You know, in my head, like, man, that's it's never done that. And all of a sudden, I'm getting, t- t- uh, getting told to turn off the car. Well, big old puddle. The passenger side of the uh, the compartment was all full of transmission fluid. Like, it was uh, fluid everywhere. Damn. So it took us like three hours to get that thing clean. Um, you know, like I said, and it, and so we, we were out there Friday night, like I said, didn't make one pass. I think we made one pass right at the end and it went down. We thought we, you know, we, okay, we figured it out. Mm-hmm. Saturday comes around back to square one spinning, spinning. And then that happened. So when that happened, um, it happened early. Luckily it happened early enough where, um, the next time we went up, it was uh anything happened to the transmission or no no, no no it just we just ran out of transmission fluid. Yeah, yeah. but luckily there's a you know and that's 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 the cool thing about you know drag racing in general like you know when people are out there like i said you know again you know outside of the racetrack everybody's cool and everything else you know obviously you, you go into compete mode whenever you start you know right. eliminations or whatever cases right but people are still willing to help out like i'm still willing regardless if i'm racing you the next round and you need a part for me that I have. I'm gonna give it to you. Yeah. You know. Um, what if I'm What if I'm runner up and you're you're up? Like if you're um, if I'm runner up and you're like first place or something. What do you mean? Well, I mean, by the time <laughs> the race is over. Okay. Yeah? yeah. So it's like during 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 the actual race, right? Yeah. Like it mean you have to line up. Yeah. And 
you know, all of a sudden something gave up and I have, I'm going to give it to you. Yeah. You know, um, that's just the way it works. And that's kind of, you know, um, that's kind of what happened with us. You know, um, you know, we asked a few, a uh, few of our, our basic, our neighbors that were there, uh, pitted next to us and stuff. And they had some transmission fluid. So we started mixing transmission fluid just to get enough to where there's, you know, the car's happy again. And then by that time, eliminations come up. So first round, nervous, don't know what, what's going to happen. You know what I mean? Um, and your eliminations now, right? You're yeah, your eliminations. So, yeah, you're pretty much like you either you win and go to the next round or go home, you yeah. just go home. You yeah. know, so I was like, man. Pack up know, the lead. Yeah, everybody's tired. You know, every, yeah. everybody, you know, it, it, it was already two long days, you know. And um, first round goes down Broadway. Just, just goes. Um, the tree... You know, um, like I said, going to, going to going to compete mode. You know, it, it it's just um, you focus on the tree and everything else. And um, I end up treating the guy, um, which the guy who raced first round was. You know, he's very respectful um, and very known. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been pretty quick, and um, you know, so he was already. It was one of those deals. Like if I make out of that round, then you know, then then nothing ever gets easier. It gets harder. Yeah. So I was like, okay, cool. So and and that you know that that night there was a lot of fast cars out there, like a lot of a lot of fast cars. So um, I made it out the first round. I heard that um, like around Dallas area, there's more like small tire than Houston. There is a lot more people that do small tire stuff. Yes. Yeah. That com- or I guess I want to say more more competitive. Competitive. Yeah. yeah right. More right. competitive. That's really aggressive over there. Right. Yeah. For sure, for small tire stuff. Got you. Yeah, there's a lot of the uh, Dallas is is is, you know, they're they're well known for having a lot of small tire cars, for sure. And there are a lot of them are very very fast. Really. Yeah. Nice. So, um, you know, as being from Houston, obviously, like I said, just yeah, like anything else, right? Like it's like you have a, it's like a, a forbidden rule kind of deal where like you know you have Houston on your back kind of thing. You know, like okay, mm-hmm. we're from Houston. There's a few people there that are from Houston, but you know, like I said, anything else, right? You just you just want to go out there and compete, right? Know, and stuff. So, um, you know, it's not like a Houston versus Dallas thing, which right, a right. lot of people still do that, you know, or make it turn out that way, or whatever. But, um, you know, I, I like if there was other Houston people there, obviously I want everybody to succeed, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, and you know, so so stuff like that happens, and um, you know, second round. Cause there was it was a small class, it was, it was a small field. Um, after the second round, would have been in the semis, mm. and which you know, luckily, I end up uh, end up winning second round, and um, hell broke loose. Really? That's when the whole parachute situation happened. Oh damn! Yeah. I think that's one of your questions. Uh, yeah, yeah. You asked or somebody somebody asked somebody yeah. asked about yeah. it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that happened. Wow. Uh, that was fun. So what happened? <laughs> the um the the parachute um so basically where the brackets are welded to the actual main bar for the car. So that completely like um busted out. Wow. None of the welds broke anything. It just the car the and that's the thing. That car is pretty old. Um that car's been around for for a good long time back in the day, they used to do a lot of ten five, 
uh, big slick racing with it, and that car was one of the fast, fastest cars for its time. Um, so that car's been pretty fast. And that car's been, um, um, obviously, after the paint jobs, and, and now it's wrapped and stuff, but, um, you know, that car has some history in, in, you know, in it. And I don't know if it's the same bar that were the parachutes. I don't know if that's the same location that they were, you know, they were pulling from or right. other cases, but... Um, so y'all didn't fab the bars? No, 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 no. Okay, it uh, came. It, it already, it already came like that. Got yeah. you, got you. Yeah, I end up, I end up fixing the parachute mount for it. That. Time. No, not not that day. But oh, okay, okay. When I first got right, the car, that was right. one of the one of the things that were wrong with the car, or whatever. But yeah, um, I end up fixing that, but it had nothing to do with the part that busted. Yeah. So literally, the bar, I guess, just from being so old and fatigued from it getting pulled and pulled and pulled, mm -hmm. it actually ripped the bar apart. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, so it, there's nothing you can really do about that. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm just happy that there was enough shut shutdown, um, and uh, you know I didn't I didn't put the car in a wall or or anything like that. You know, right, right. Um, I know safety's a big deal, and I'm 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 all about safety. But at that point, you know, it's not my personal car, so you know it's 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 the way I see it is my customer's investment. So, and I'm the behind the wheel. So I'm trying to do whatever I can to make sure that I protect the investment. Right. You know, right. obviously, you know, people can say whatever they want. Like, oh, well, you should, you know, you should value your life a little bit more than that. You know, and it, I do, obviously. But it's just, it's more of those, like, because if it was, if I've, you know, if it was my personal car, like, I would probably do the same. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I would try it's to. still your money, your investment. Yeah, it's still my money, my yeah, investment. Yeah, right? yeah. So, like, that kind of yeah. kicks in. And it's like, well, shit, I may need to make sure that. I don't wreck this car. Yeah, you know. For sure. So that, um, other than me, I want to say freak out, but like I said, I was looking for all the possibilities. Like when I and I end up losing the brakes too. Um, wow. Yeah. So because uh, I started, you know, pressing on it kind of hard, kind of hard, and all of a sudden it just went super soft. Um, oh. Yeah, and and uh, yeah, like I said, anything that could go wrong went wrong in that pass. Damn. At the end. It went, like I said, it went fast. It's just at the end of it, anything that can go wrong went wrong. But That's like crazy. I said, there was enough shutdown room to where I was able to save it. Yeah, yeah. So. So you started like slowing down or what What happened? No, I mean, um, well, yeah, I mean, I, I kept it in gear. Normally, you know, on a higher spark car like that, you know, you have like a safety neutral where, you know, you when you're done with the run, you, you click it into neutral and then, you know, you just coast. Well, obviously, mm -hmm. you let the parachute do its job. Um. I didn't click it into uh, to safety neutral. I left it in third to basically uh, run the RPMs down, mm -hmm. which is, you know, it's not... You let the RPMs slow you down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Well, let, you know, that, let that help me. Right, right. And then you know, I still, I think I still turned a corner at the end of the track. I had like 35, 40 miles an hour. Damn. Yeah. So, you know, and, and there's, there's in-car videos and stuff like that. You can see where I'm like sitting there like, you know, um, hollowing ass on the corner. Yeah. Um. And, uh, yeah, so I, I did that. And then, like I said, right towards the end, I just like, you know what? I, I put it back. I, I actually put it in the safety neutral. And then, like I said, I turned it. By the time I, I felt like I could control the car. Um, but, you know, it's, I've never really been put in that position. Um, so, I mean, I think I handled it fairly well. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, like I said, 
Sounds like it. I mean, if I would have freaked out, and that's, that was the whole thing. Like, and that's a lot, I tell a lot of people who you know who are you know learning how to drive or you know just getting into the car for the very first time, whatever mm-hmm. cases. The main thing you don't ever want to do is panic. You don't ever panic. Once you panic, it's game over. Because yeah. you know either you know because like I said, when the brakes, when I find out, you know, when I start tapping the brakes and okay, brakes are gone. You know, I could have freaked out and just stepped all the way down. And let's say for some odd reason, it just, it comes back and it just locks up the tires. Mm-hmm. And guess what? I'm in the wall or something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, the other car that's next to you, you also have to think about that too. Yeah. You know, you're trying to not, you're trying to avoid not hitting the other car either. Yep. You know what I mean? So you not just put yourself in danger, but you also put the other driver in danger. That's true, yeah. You know what I mean? So... There's a lot of things that can happen, you know. Fast. Fast, yeah, yeah. fast. You know, You're, super fast. And yeah. it's funny because, you know, the guys were laughing at me because that's the first thing I said was like, man, did my par- did the parachutes hit the other guy? Yeah. Like, no, it just it just missed him or, you know, it it it, it was never near him or whatever. Just, okay, cool. I just want to make sure because, like I said, you know, again, you know, putting these cars together, they're expensive. So you said if it did it hit the other guy, so he was behind you. Yeah, they go, yeah, they go okay. behind me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and like I said, I ended up winning. I ended up winning the second round, and yeah. like I said, I had to forfeit the third round or yeah. basically semifinals because of the whole parachute deal. Wow. Yeah. And you, who was the other guy you're racing? Um, Brandon Brandon McGee. Yeah, and I was racing Brandon McGee. Nice, nice. So. Let me ask you this: when you're like when when you're at the tree, right? You're staging. Mm-hmm. And you let go of the button. How do you? How does? How do you feel? Because you said right now that like you have a passion for racing, right? You have a passion like going down the track. How is that feeling like that you get? If you, if you could describe it. Hmm. It's kind of hard to describe that. Um. Let me think here. Try to recall. So. Try not to pull like a Vin Diesel either. Like. No, nah, play. <laughs> My voice is getting very deep. <laughs> no. Um, I see the crowns kicking in. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, so, what's the feeling? What's the, how can the best way I can describe it? Um, so, up to the race, right? Up to staging up the car to do the burnout. Um, like I said, it, it, it's part, this is the way I feel. Mm-hmm. Other people probably be different. Right, right. Some people might be way calm, don't really care, whatever cases. Um, I try to concentrate as much as I can and just kind of have scenarios go through my head. What I need to do, you know, same thing. Even though, let's say I've done the burnout for the 100th time. I'm sitting there like, okay, what scenarios can go through my head? Like, okay, this can go, this can go, this can go, this can go. Right. Um, and, um, you know, you're sitting there like anything else. Um, you start to sweat. You, know, you just kind of get that rush. Like, mm-hmm. okay, it's going to happen. It, it, you know, they're calling us up. You know, we're, you got to get ready. So the nerves kind of kick in a little bit. You're just like, okay, um, anxiety. A little bit of anxiety mm-hmm. for me, and then as soon as I do the burnout box, as soon as I do the burnout, it kind of just calms. 
It's all calm. It's like the burnout kind of takes that away from me. Yeah. Right? And then um, the only feeling I have after that is, like, I got to cut a light. Like, I just, you know, like, competing, right? Um, you know, when I, when I whenever I spool up, and anxiety kind of starts coming back right when I start spooling up, you know, getting it ready. And then when I start bumping in, it just goes away again. Yeah. And then after that, it just, it's, because it's very loud in the car. Um, but it's almost like everything kind of goes in silence, right? And then, um, you kind of hear everything, like the motor and this and that. So, um, that's something I, I guess I want to say I, I developed to listen, um, you know, and I don't know about nowadays, but a lot of people used to say, oh, you know, um, the seats, my, my dyno or my horsepower calculator or whatever the case is, my my data, mm-hmm. um, you know, because you can feel everything that's going on. Um, I, I, I try to listen as much as I can to, to see, make sure that the, the, the motor's making the same noise, you know, um, that there's nothing, you know, that I can think of that's going wrong. Out of the ordinary. Out of the ordinary, yeah, out of yeah. the ordinary. So, um, but like I said, yeah, just I, up, to, up to bumping in, um, it just kind of goes quiet, and then just just kind of goes from there. Damn. Yeah. That's the best way. I I guess like I said, yeah. that's how I feel. Yeah, it's I mean, crazy. I mean, that's a good way you described it because I I had a whole picture in my head right now, like yeah. of everything. Yeah, it just like I said, it's just like a you know like, and it's funny because you know um, I mean, you see it in movies and stuff like that, right? But like I said, it's not not always. It's not always that that perfect picture yeah you know um but no i mean like like i said the anxiety is always there it's it's always there it's just when it happens or whatever and then anxiety kicks back in when you're going for the parachute yeah. oh okay yeah because now you got to stop yeah <laughs> you know what i mean like okay it runs over stop you know what yeah. i mean and um like i said that's a whole not it's a just it's just it's like a run of emotions right yeah you know it's just it's uh you know it's just it's it's like a roller coaster, honestly. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean, like you'll know when you're about to hit that, you know, um, was it the uh, <clears throat> you're about to go for that big that big drive, right? It's yeah. just like you're going up, you're going up, and then you're like you're calm and everything else, and now you're starting to see the like big, the drop the off, big drop off, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just like, oh shit, <laughs> like it's about to happen, right? And you start getting all, you know, you start getting goosebumps or whatever, yeah. and you're just like holding on, like. That's kind of what happens, you know, yeah. it's the same thing, you know, it's just like, but as soon as you start, you know, again, like, you know, roller coaster and racing a car is kind of different, but, you know, just that same effect, like, okay, once you're actually into it, there's either, there's two, there's, there's only two, two things you're going to feel. Either you're going to be scared of shit mm-hmm. or you're going to be enjoying it, Yeah. you know, and those are, I guess, you see a bunch of examples on pictures where you see people like, you know, you have this face expression of like a full scare. <laughs> or you see like these kids that just have like this mean like mean face like to say nothing you know yeah. it's just I guess yeah, that's kind of the best way you can describe it can you describe the adrenaline rush do you get adrenaline rush too yeah always yeah, yeah I yeah. mean once I I would say when you don't get the adrenaline rush I think that's when you need to stop mm. I think that's the time for you to walk away really yeah why is that passion your passion is not there for it no more yeah you know what I mean? Like all this, like this is, you know, for, 
for me, this is it's 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 fun. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 uh yeah, it's a job or whatever the case is, right? It's you know for me, it has a lot to do like on my shoulders, business. You know, it's a job. You know, you still get paid for the you know to do it or whatever the case is, but um, you know, you still have to enjoy it. Like you're not. It's hard to explain. Like it's 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 one of those deals where. Like, you have to love what you're doing. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like I said, and that's one of those things. And, you know, like I said, driving is really, really a big passion of mine. You know, it's just, it's always something I've always wanted to do. Um, you know, uh, I've always said it in the past, like, man, it'd be cool to drive for somebody. Yeah. You know, we drive, you know, like, it's, 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 I would say it's, it's like one of those um, fantasies where you're like, you know, I rather race on someone else's dime. Mm-hmm. You know, not because it's not costing you money or anything like that, but it's it's more of like um like an appreciation kind of thing. Like yeah, yeah. You know, okay, hey, you know, um, you're good enough for someone so and so to call you and say, hey, you know, I want you to drive my stuff. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And there's a lot of people like that. You know, there's a lot of mm-hmm. people that that build cars but don't drive them. Yeah. Um. And you know, like I said, there's go down a list of like the circumstances, right? It might be health problems, or you know, they maybe they had a bad wreck, and you know, the experience wasn't, you know, it's just or and flat out, you know, there's just there's guys out there that just do it, just more of like a like a trophy. Yeah. Like a flex. Like a flex. Yeah. Like a flex. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Is there like um? Do people get hate from that? Like, oh, he's um, he don't, he don't race his own car. Yeah, you do. You do. Um, I, like I said, for me, this is still fresh. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but I've, I've seen it. Um, I've seen it where, oh, like, you know, well, you know, people make comments, you know, oh, he doesn't have his own stuff or, mm-hmm. or, you know, um, you know, he doesn't drive his own, his own cars or whatever the case is. Or, yeah. Or like, oh, you know, yeah, it just, there's always the people out there, you know, um, that have something to say. Um, and it's one of those deals where, I mean, it just kind of, it, it comes with territory, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, you know, like I said, I've, I've been, I've been fortunate enough and, and, and blessed to, um, have the opportunity to, you know, like I said, um, drive for my customers. Um, but also we, you know, we also have a, a, a shop car ourselves. Um, I don't know if you've seen the, uh, the, uh, 56 Ford Fairlane. Yeah. Yeah. The black one, the, the black and red one, the, the red one. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, you know, when I sold the Camaro and stuff, all my sponsorships and everything went to that car. Got you. Yeah. So that's kind of like the shop car for us. So talk about, let's talk, let's get into the shop real quick. Um, talk about the shop, like, um, the builds you've been doing, um, when, you know, maybe some known people, um, you know, I seen you did Froggy, the mm-hmm. the green one. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you work on Oddball? Oddball, Oddball Turbo. Did you work on that one? No, no, no. He does his own stuff. Okay, yeah, okay. Gar- uh, Garrett. Garrett, Garrett, yeah, Garrett. 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 Garrett does his own stuff. Um, Froggy. You worked on Crawfish. Uh, yeah. So, what other what other one? I mean, like, worked on a lot of different people's vehicles. Like, yeah. you know, we, yeah, Froggy. I mean, you, you don't take it way back. I mean, I've seen Froggy at the track. Yeah, so we did Froggy um, a long time ago, and it was Twin Turbo deal. Um, Flacco's truck. We did Flacco's truck whenever 
um, after he wrecked or they wrecked his truck. Um, he did corn fed, so right? Lost, we did corn fed, yeah. Yeah. Their rebirth of corn fed. So we did that one. Um, we did a lot of bunch for Flacco's customers um, before he was fabricating and everything else. Um, a lot of full-size trucks um, that we did. Uh, men, uh, I don't know if you know Dorian, Dorian Reyna, Power Stroke, Power, uh, Power Stroke Ingenuities. Mm-hmm. Um, he has an F, I think it's an F-250, long bed. Drag, it's a drag diesel truck. Did that one. Nice. Um, we did a triple compound setup on a F-250 as well a long time ago. We've been all over the place, man. Like, you know, cars, I mean, we've done, we've helped countless, you know, people with their builds. And, you know, if it, even if it's just a small part, you know, yeah. um, intercooler or whatever the case is. Um, we've had a lot of uh, late night calls uh, from people who <laughs> say, hey, you know, it's like, 11 o'clock at night and call yeah. me, hey man i'm in a i'm in town like this this happened or whatever the case is okay cool huh oh um yeah i mean like you know um just helping people in general you know like and like you know uh my my uh media guy over there uh baron <laughs> um you know just track support stuff like that's that's really one of the things that i'm very very um, big about you know especially like if there's anything that I've, I've done to help you whatever cases um you know if i get if i get a text like hey man like you know i'm gonna be at the track whatever cases can you can you come out sure i'll be there mm-hmm. um it's just it's a big thing of, for me you know what i mean support um because like like anything else right if there's no support there's really not a lot of us, you know, that can be around. Right, right. Uh, business-wise, whatever, because it goes a long <clears throat> way. It's not just yeah. for business, right? So, um, you know, that's another thing, too, that, that uh, you know, like I said, I've helped a lot of people out um, doing. I just started carrying my welder, uh, my welding rig. Really? In the, in the stacker trailer, yeah. So, like, for Texas 2K and stuff, we're actually repairing stuff for people. <laughs> that's bad. We went to. Sorry, Johnny. That's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> we went to Circuit of America um, in Austin uh, for a, um, a, a circuit race deal. Yeah. And there's a bunch of people there that were breaking stuff, and they were coming, you know, coming to us. Like, and, like cracks and stuff like that. Yeah, like cra- like a like a, a well crack or or um, hell, somebody brought us Clamp a, or a, a lower control arm that broke. Damn. Yeah, and we welded that together. You know, like there's a lot of like you know stuff that you wouldn't think. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So, but you take. Um, like the full setup, like the my, weld titanium yeah. and yeah, we take take the my my the argon bottle. We take the welder. We take Damn. the generator to fire it up. Like we take everything. Yeah, that's crazy. We just started doing that, and that's something that we we're we're implying for for this year, um, and moving forward. Like if we're at a racetrack, um, you know, we kind of tell the promoters that hey, you know, we're here. Um, we're also you know, I think mo- no. I would say ninety percent of the time, we're, if we're there, we're obviously racing. Mm-hmm. But you know, um, just to have the rig there, yeah. Even for us, like if we have to, if some some happens, some breaks, whatever cases, we can fix it right there. Yeah. Man. Um, especially if we're out of town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another thing too. Like, you know, it's hard to find people, or you know, like because some of these some of these tracks are out of town and out of state or whatever. You know, they're miles and miles away in the middle of nowhere. The middle of nowhere, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, you got to make sure you're fully prepared, yeah. you know. Um, 
and so you know like i said that's you know um what we normally do but like you know i know we went off topic but like um yeah i mean talking about like all mm, some of the stuff on the gas guys like all that um um you know brownie we know we worked on brownie we worked on you know crawfish we worked on are you are you getting it back soon uh crawfish um as far as i know i know flacco has it right now Mm -hmm. i know he's working on it um i know they made some modifications to the or there either there has to be modifications to the turbo kit or you know vice versa um yeah i mean no i think whenever i guess they're ready or when they they cross that bridge, either I'll get a phone call, uh, from Flacco or from Bethel, and you know it's like, hey, well, we need to take care of this. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, you know they they you know they've been they've been a long long uh, customer of mine. Um, same thing with like I said, um, you know Flacco used to be a customer of that before he started doing his own stuff and everything else. So, um, you know just the guys from Pasadena, you know I did a bunch of their trucks. Um, uh, who? Pasadena speed okay, shop. Okay, speed shop. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got you. Yeah. Uh, Adrian and Roy and them, or Adrian and Roy. Um, yeah. You know, I've done a few builds for them, um, and uh, like I said, man, I've 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 worked not just so like that's that's the cool thing about it. You know, um, from my standpoint, I don't just have my own customers. Like as far as like you know, that come just for the shop. Yeah. I also do a lot of work for other shops. Oh, okay. So. I have like a whole, you know, it's a whole network, right? So like yeah, I, that's own, awesome. I, I have yeah. my own customers, but I also have, you know, you know, the the shops that I deal with and obviously their customers. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's, you know, like I said, at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's about making sure that I can try to take care of her. And, and, and it sucks because some, sometimes it doesn't happen that way. You know what I mean? Um, either because I'm either we're overbooked or whatever the case right. is, you know, I do have a, a, a long wait list. I heard you're booked out like a year. Yeah, pretty close to it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like right now, I, you know, in, I probably turned away more work than I've done in the past like two, three, two, three years. Why? Not enough people. I don't. I don't. Ha- we don't have a big crew. It's, oh. Yeah. Like it just. Okay. Um. Is I, it like the experience of like the welding, like or, like what? What do you mean, like why people like, are, like are coming to us? Maybe like welding titanium or like. Um, I think, it, I think all the way around, um, you know, I mean, cause not everybody could weld titanium, you know, no, not everybody can weld titanium. I mean, I think a lot of people have expectations. Um, that's yeah. one. And, you know, like I said, I, I, that's one thing that we do take at the shop. Um, very, very, we're very prideful of, of what we do. Yeah. Um, we want to make sure that when it leaves the shop, um, it looks great. You know what I mean? It does what it's supposed to. And, you know, it's pleasing to the eye, right? Right. Um, my main motto, honestly, for any vehicle that goes in the shop is is, um, work on it like if it was my own. Right. Because you don't want to do your own stuff and make it look half-assed or anything like that, right? Um, and I think, like I said, that, that's been the deal since day one. Like, anything that comes in the shop, make sure it leaves and make sure it leaves A1. Make sure it leaves right. Yeah. Um, you know, because at the end of the day, that's your reputation. That's the way I see it. That's that's your resume. Yeah. You know what I mean? Your work speaks for yourself. Mm-hmm. You, know, you don't have to be the the loudest in the room. Where the case is, just sit back. You did your job. You did it. You know, you did it your best of your abilities, and you did it right. 
it'll 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 do his talking. I tell you what, like I bet you, when, I mean when people when people see crawfish, you know they see the the nice welds and mm-hmm. they see like the nice piping, hot side coats. So you did both the hot side and coat side for mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. So they see it and they're like, man, that looks super nice. You know, like it's well put together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's it speaks for itself, like you said. Any, you think you have any competition in Houston? Like anybody that maybe does it, does other fabrication, like on, like what you do? Man, I know there's a, and, and <clears throat> I'm well aware of a lot of people. Um, how can I say this without being flamed? <laughs> um, I stay in my own lane. Like, I have my own road. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, some people have it easier. Than I than than what I you know when I did when I came up, um, so like I don't really, in reality I really don't hate on anybody. Yeah. Um, you know when I do, like anything else, it's 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 someone's nature, you know. And you look at something, you're like, man, you know, probably this could have been better, or whatever the mm, case is. You know, yeah, it's just yeah, a, yeah. experience, right? It's just that's that's the whole thing, right? Um, you know, whenever especially whenever. They're like in your not your lane, but they're in your well, we're, avenue. We're on the same you know? avenue. Yeah, we're yeah, on the yeah. same avenue and everything else, right? The yeah. the the thing that that um the thing I guess that's I'm gonna say separates me, but just you know I've I've been I've been doing this for 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 quite some time. Um, I started young, and um, you know, like I said, it was it was it wasn't the easiest road, um, but you know I've I've, I've as far as the shop, you know, because the shop is very important to me. You know, that's that, that's basically my livelihood, right? Right. Um, and not just for myself, but you know, for you know, for my guys or whatever the case is. Like I, you know, there's 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 a lot of good that comes out of the shop. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of good reasons, and um, you know, I I go in there, you know, <clears throat> not thinking of who am I going to compete with. Who or who's coming up, or whatever the case is. You know, there's always going to be somebody better than you, whatever the case is, right? Um, somebody might just have the talent. Um, you know, somebody just may be able to just pick up a torch and just say, hey, you know, I'm going to weld aluminum better than half of 80% of the, you know, the welders that are out there. Right. Some people just have that niche. Um, you know, I, I, I worked on the craft a, a lot. Um, I've thrown a lot of money away working on the craft. Um, but as far as like trying to see other people, like just say trying to compete or anything, cause I, I don't see it that way. Um, I'm actually, you know, it, it's, there's, there's enough work for everyone. There's enough, you know, there's enough people to, uh, you know, to, for people to have options. It's always good. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> the thing about what my shop has is it's a variety of, of a little bit of everything. You know, because we're not just we're not just dealing with one type of vehicle or one platform. We're kind of like all over the place. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? So, like, you know, if you want to put it in in categories, you know, you have your you know your GM, you know, and you got your trucks and you got your cars. I think you had a promo out there, right? Yeah, yeah, we had a promo out there. Um, you know, we had you know, like I said, that um, you know, we have a mud truck. So like I said, you know, we got mud trucks, we diesels. have diesels, yeah. we have, you know, you got your classics, your old school hot rods, you got your new hot rods, you know. Um we're 
you know, and we're jumping into like I've done a few exotics in the past. Mm. So oh yeah, I seen that yeah. You, you did know, the rear of a Lambo, right? The yeah, Huracan? The, the Huracan, the titanium stuff and everything else. That and, was nice. Crazy. Um, we're actually in the process now of um, twin turboing some Lambos. Really? Mm-hmm. So that's, that's the next phase. Awesome. Yeah. So like I said, that, that's, like I said. Um, You're going to, that's crazy. So it, yeah, and that's, that's what I'm saying. Like it, it's, it's different. You know what I mean? Like I said, and that's yeah. why, that's, you know, again, that's where I say, you know, it's not that I'm looking over my shoulder for competition or anything like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I said, I want, you know, I want everybody to make it right, regardless of what it is. Um, you know, sorry to cut you off, but you know, it, so you're doing the trucks, the diesels, but when you get into exotics, it's crazy. You know, like, yeah, it's, it's like a whole different step. It's a whole different deal, you whole know? A whole different ballgame. And, and that's the thing there with, with you know, those kind of, that kind of clientele and everything else. Exactly, There's yeah. There's, you know, really no room for... There's no room for mistakes, yeah. um, because you know it's a really it's a really cutthroat kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Um, you only you the way I see it is you only really have one shot with it. Yeah, you know especially with social media now and everything. Oh yeah, like, yeah. You know it's like you know you say one <laughs> you say one bad word. Yeah, it's game over. Yep. You know, um, and that's how I treat it looking forward. You know, like I said, and again, you, you know. Um, we're all humans. We all, I mean, we have some mistakes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I've done some mistakes in the past and everything else. And, you know, and, and like I said, but you learn from it. That's, right. that's the, the, the key, right? Is, is to make sure that, you know, um, for every deal that, that happens, you, um, you analyze what happened and you understand what can, what can, what could have changed to make it better. Mm-hmm. And then you move on to the next thing. You know what I mean? That's right. just pretty much it. You know, um, try not to stick, um, try not to be too hard on yourself, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of deal, you know, and that's kind of, um, you know, like I said, moving, you know, to this day, like I'm just starting to kind of, cause I'm very hard on myself when it comes to a lot of, a lot of stuff that happens at the shop. Mm-hmm. Um, and but you know, like I said, with 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 projects or whatever the case is, like I want to make sure that everything comes out right. Right. Um, but there's a lot of moving parts, you know, and it's, it's just like you just trying to make sure that. You know, um, that everything kind of stays in its path. Um, you know, because like I said, I'm 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 in it for the long run. You know, I'm yeah. in it for the next thirty years. Yeah, damn, you know? nice. That's kind of how I'm I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it as as the as the as, as it's gonna be a long road. Right. So. You so you 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 worked on many shops, other vehicles. Any shop in Houston you think like maybe they have like really fast cars, really fast trucks. Man, you think that's like pumping out something? Um, dude, everybody's trying to. Ma- I mean, honestly, yeah. it, 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 right now it's very competitive. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. everybody's very competitive. Like, you know, um, like I said, I've I've done for, and I guess you know, I'm I might not do work for them, no, you know, um, now or whatever cases, right? But like, there's a lot of a lot of people that that are are pushing. You know, I I feel like right now, especially the truck scene. It's very competitive. Yeah. Very competitive. Um, the car scene, you know, like I said, that it's, you know, um, because most of the time, the same people that are pushing on the truck stuff are probably the same people that are pushing the car stuff. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> and um, so it's it's basically the, the kind of the same crowd. Yeah. But, you know, like I said, 
everyone has a different, you know, everyone either races a different class, um, different category, whatever the case is, you know, they might go to the same race or they might go to different races, but same concept. Mm-hmm. Um, no, man, I, I honestly, I, I, I think like, you know, <clears throat> you have a lot of shops right now competing a lot, um, you know, and, and I mean, if we don't have anything in that category, I promise you, we've probably done something to help any of those shops out. Yeah. To be, you know, to be where they're at. Um, and that's, like I said, that's the cool thing about it. And, and that's that's the thing. Like, there's there's a lot of stuff I do, too, that I'm not allowed to post. Or we have, like, a um, like an agreement. Agreement, with, yeah. Yeah, like, like a private label kind of thing, you know? Got you. Um, so, like I said, regardless, you know, um, one way or another, I'm sure we helped some, somebody out. Yeah. Let's get into some uh, Q and A. Let's switch switch it up real quick. Okay. What is your favorite food? Favorite food? Yeah. Mm. Pizza. <laughs> From where? Huh? From where? Hmm. Pizza Hut. <laughs> I know it's generic as hell, but yeah. Favorite drink? Please don't say uh, Coke and and um, please don't say this one because you haven't drunk it. No, 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 no. I, I'm, I'm, no, I'm sipping it. Trust me. Um, favorite drink? I would have to say uh, Garrison Brothers whiskey, okay. like the bourbon. The bourbon, nice. Uh, dream car. Dream car. Hmm. Uh, dream car. What would I love to have? Let's say dream truck. Uh, 68 C10. 68 C10. Yeah. Why that one? Man. Oh, just something about the, just the way it looks. Um, the body and, yeah, just, I don't know. It's just, those trucks are nice. 100K in cash or five Bitcoin? I don't know how to do none of the Bitcoin stuff or anything else, so I would just do cash. Okay. Uh, your favorite music artist right now? Hmm. Favorite music. Right. Something you have maybe on replay or something. Man, can't go wrong with Young Dolph. Young Dolph? Okay. But in bucket list. What's on your bucket list? Travel. Okay. Travel. And when I mean travel, I mean just anywhere. Um, Outside of the United States. Okay, okay. It's like yeah. crossing the waters. Yeah, crossing the water. Okay. Yeah. Anything else? No, not really, man. What is race car spelled backwards? Race car spelled backwards? Shit, I don't know. Uh, why am I having a such time, hard time <laughs> trying to figure this out? Race car spelled backwards. Race car. What about your buddy? He's, just, he's right. over there thinking. Or he's sleeping, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Rack, rack. I don't know. It's race car. Race car spelled backwards is race car. R A. It's race car. Right, Johnny? Is it? Yeah. I feel stupid as shit. <laughs> nah, it's a. It's like a little riddle. Uh. <laughs> nah, it is race. Because <laughs> you have race car and then. Car is spelled backwards is 
R A C and then the E from the from the race. Ah. So the race car, yeah. <laughs> it's because Flacco said a riddle. I couldn't even get it. Like he said some. I think it was a joke or something. Oh really? Yeah, right. I don't. I didn't. I didn't get it. I was like, I told him like that was a joke. That was a joke, Flacco. He was like, nah, it's a riddle. I was like, all right, whatever. Oh, <laughs> uh, your best uh, manufacturer now for turbos, like for now. Best manufacturer? Yeah, that. Garrett. Garrett. Yep. Okay. Uh, what about like uh, a fuel system? Y'all, y'all work on fuel systems there? Y'all do like motor work at um, Speed Lab? Um, we, yes, we do. We're capable, but we're trying to stay away from it. Okay, okay. Yeah. As far as like what, like fuel system is. Maybe like um, um, uh, motion works or aeromotive. That you're you... talking about like, like, like fuel pumps, fuel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Regulators. Um, well, um, my go-to was always aeromotive. Yeah. But um, recently, TurboSmart just started coming out with their own fuel systems line as far as, like, regulators and all that stuff, and they're about to push it even more. Mm-hmm. So um, just because I'm sponsored by TurboSmart, <laughs> you know, I got to give them a shout-out. TurboSmart, let's go. Yeah, uh, I think that's it for the Q&A. What are your thoughts on the track closing in Baytown? It sucks. Really? Yeah. I... Um, you know, just like anything else, like and I'm sure everybody kind of has the same thing. You know, it's, um, that's the first track I started racing at. Yeah. You know, um, when, um, you know, when they had to sign over the, like, you know, when you have a, when you're underage and stuff. You know, my pops will always sign for me. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, it's a co-signer, right? Yeah, or yeah. Whatever they, what they call their parent, uh, was it guardian or whatever? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean that was. That was, you know, um, that was D track to go to. You know, obviously H and P and Dean Dean's an awesome person. Like I said, we we've um, over the years um, ended up developing a really good relationship. You know, and um, but I think even back then, um, you know, for what I was doing was quarter mile stuff. So yeah. I've always wanted to go to you know Baytown. I wanted to go to Baytown. I remember when Baytown was open on Sundays. You know, that's how far back, like, yeah. for testing tune and everything else. So, um, it sucks because, you know, a lot of people went there. You know, like I said, you know, um, this high horsepower stuff and everything else, you know, eighth mile is always, it's it's probably the better deal. Right. But, like, to test, like, you know, your your other customers' vehicles and everything else, you know, just, just and that's a historic track, you know. Um, I remember going to NHRA. To watch, you know, watch the big dogs, right? Mm-hmm. Watch these, uh, these famous people that you see on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have the ability to actually sit there and actually shake their hands and and you know talk to them at the, in the pits and everything else. So, just the experience, you know, I I think that that kind of what kills it. Yeah. You know. And the memories you build and all that. Well, yeah, the memories yeah, and everything yeah. else. I mean, I mean, honestly, like half of the people I met were at the racetracks. Yeah. You know, actually. A, Probably all the people I met were all on the racetracks. Yeah. So, what is a what is something right now that's like? How can I say this? What is something right now that you're not really feeling into the car and truck scene or like uh, into um, you know racing? You think it's changed like since you started? It's changed a lot. Yeah. Um, it's. 
Yeah, it's changed a lot, honestly. Um, the 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 drag racing stuff hasn't really, you know. Um, me personally, I feel like you know some. I guess to answer your question, I mean, I'm trying to figure out like. Hmm. When you say truck scene or any car scene, or whatever, like what, 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 like specifically, what are you trying to? Anything like anything that comes to mind, like events and stuff. May I mean events? Maybe it's how people are. Maybe it's like uh, customers or like um, uh, maybe how people the way they think. You know, I think like, people are entitled more. Okay. Um, I think social media's. I think social media's. Um, so they feel more entitled. Yeah, I think yeah. like they feel like they're more entitled. Yeah. Um, you know, I feel like they're and again, I'm trying not to get flamed here. Um, um what I mean by entitlement, like I guess like opinions, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like if you have an you know, people are very opinionated nowadays, you know. Um <laughs> they they have to have a saying in something like they have to find a flaw um i i would think that you know um you know and like i said social media has changed the game a bunch yeah where you know some people i guess speak their speak their voice and you know they, f- they might feel like they have a voice yeah like they have a voice you yeah. know what i mean like like they like you know, they might just started doing this, I don't know, racing, week, right, yeah. two weeks from, you know, whatever the case is, and, you know, they, oh, well, you, maybe you should have done this, or you should try that. Uh, and like I said, I don't, I don't look at it, I don't, I try to stay away from the negativity, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I just look at it, and just kind of like, I'm, and I read the comments, or whatever the case is, right? And I just, I start laughing, like, okay, like, whatever. You know, just, just move on. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I think people are very, very opinionated nowadays, you know, and I think that's kind of, you know, I, I, I think it's more bad than good. Yeah. You know, um, especially when, like, you know, they don't know, sometimes they don't understand what they're looking at or, or they're talking about, you know. Yeah. Um, and then when you're trying to correct them, you know, that's, that's, that's <laughs> another thing that's, that fires back. It's like, yeah. like, hey, man, like, you know, why don't you think about it this way? Yeah. No. Like I know what I'm, I know what I'm saying, and you know, just like I said, very just opinionated. I think that's the big turnoff, I guess. Yeah. How do you think of like um, the racing chains? Um. There's a lot more people with money. <laughs> like seriously, like like, and and I don't know, like I said, and maybe I would, I missed a memo or whatever when it comes <laughs> to like Bitcoin and. Yeah, yeah. And all these other, you know, uh, crypto stuff and everything else, but yeah. man, like, um, <laughs> you know, like recently, I've seen, you know, I'm gonna say within the next or within the last like two, three years, like, we've seen a lot of people come up, you know, like with these rigs and, you know, these cars, and it's just like, damn, <laughs> like, what am I doing wrong? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like I said, it's all, it's, it's, it's. You know, I just, but it's very competitive now. I, th- I think um, technology has gotten so far where, you know, 
people are actually, like I said, people are starting to use the ECUs or whatever the case is to its full potential. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when you're starting to see a lot of people go really, really fast. Yeah. Um, I think uh, it's more competitive for sure. Like, it's very, very competitive. You right. know, just for all the way from, like, you know, um, the ECU side to, like, even, like, you know, the tools nowadays, you know, like, just the equipment, you know. Um, man, it's just all over the place. Like, it's it's good. It's a, it's a, I, um, I, it, it's a positive change. Um, as long as the whole government deal doesn't, <laughs> yeah. you know, the, you know, it's just the EPA and all that other stuff and EV and stuff like the that. EV and yeah. I mean, like I said, I don't have nothing against the EV stuff. It's cool, <clears throat> you know. But you know, I think you posted something about that, right? Like, um, something about like oh, the, I just did the Fairlane deal, yeah, because it just came up on my on my deal, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it just there's nothing beats uh, I was I wouldn't say American Muscle, but just. You know, nothing beats an actual piss in a rock kind of yeah. setup or a rotary. You know, like just that that raw feeling, that raw power, and and the noise and everything else. Yeah. You know, like I'm sure you've seen the when they did the the commercials and stuff, or when they first announced the uh, the EV cars and stuff, and they started doing these uh, these um, promote these, these sound systems like. Yeah. Little senses of a car running and everything else, like bro, come on, like it's an EV, you know, what I mean? yeah. it's white, you know. Like I said, I have nothing against it. I think it's cool. Yeah. You know, um, a couple of customers have like these Tesla plaids and everything else, and they're they're fast as shit. And it's yeah. just it's it's different. It's, you know, it's a it's a whole different feeling. Yeah. But I don't think nothing beats you know actual physical right uh, noise and and you know raw power and stuff. It's just I think that's pretty badass. Talk about the future for Speed Lab. I know you said you were getting to ex- uh, exotics, but if you give us some more info. Um, so where do I see Speed Lab in the future? I see Speed Lab um, slowly stepping away, doing the day-in, day-out car uh, or truck um, um, fabrication. Mm-hmm. Um I actually want, and and I have like a whole like a booklet or like a a thing that I've always draw ideas and stuff, and I have you know I have a shit ton of like just papers sitting around, um, of ideas of products. I, I you know I want to switch it to to be of like a production company, okay. um, where I'm making parts for for you know for whatever it is vehicles or whatever the case is. Um, that's, I think that's the the main goal for Speed Lab. Is to basically able to produce another income without, I guess, without taking in work, mm-hmm. kind of deal. Um, e-commerce, you know. Um, yeah. I've already sell, uh, and I'm set up with a lot of, uh, um, you know, a lot of wholesalers and a lot of companies and and everything else. And I'm a I'm a dealer for a lot of these companies, um, you know. And I've I've been slow on trying to get like the website stuff going i have it there it's all there mm-hmm. i just haven't put nothing live like um where i can sell parts off uh, online and everything else i do keep a lot of uh inventory in stock and a lot of a lot of locals buy stuff from me gotcha um so i do supply a lot of a lot of the local stuff um because they know that i, I carry a lot of uh, a lot of parts uh, or a lot of fabrication uh materials and stuff like yeah. that so and because I'm really big with vibrant and stuff, like I have, like I said, I have, I have, have variety of, of stuff that I keep in stock. Mm-hmm. Um, not just you know, it, 
it's not just for my personal, you know, customers or anything like that, but to also sell mm-hmm. outright. And um, but I think the future is I kind of get into like the exotic stuff, um, seeing where that goes. Um, you know, I think uh, I think we have really really good potential in that. Um, and man, like everyone, I mean, I guess for I guess to say, you know. My 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 dream or fantasy, whatever, is to just go out and race, yeah. enjoy. You know what I mean? And that's kind of what I was gonna say in the beginning of the of the deal. Like you know, I, the perception of opening the shop was to drive. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I thought me open being a, being a business owner, me be you know, me being the one calling the shots and everything else. Yeah, I'm gonna drive all these vehicles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was I was I was completely <laughs> wrong. You know yeah. that was. That was stupid of me. Yeah. Um, you know, it 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 doesn't work that way. You know? Yeah. Um but um, you know, like I said, everything's set up now where I'm Yeah, it's rolling. It's rolling. Nice. So what is uh what are some lessons you learned like when you uh building a race car? Mm. As far as like what? Like um like just the build process in general? Yeah, the build process, yep. Um Wait, ask that again. What are uh, what are some lessons you learned? Lessons. Yeah. Lessons. Um. Maybe time management. Maybe not rushing. Maybe. Well, it doesn't matter what you do. Like, you can be as prepared as possible, and you're still gonna rush. Like, I guess um, you can like. Order all the stuff that you could think of and everything else. And there's still something that's missing. You know what I mean? Um, I haven't had the luxury yet to actually sit there and actually build something um, not being rushed. Um, you know, like I said, because of just how busy we are. Um, so, like, like the Fairlane is a perfect example. Like, that thing kind of got rushed throughout the whole process you know, it took forever, mm-hmm. but because, you know, the little spurts of time that we have, like, oh, you know, we ran out of material to do this or finish this or whatever the case is, we only have like an hour and a half, two hours rest of the day. You know what? Let's do it. Let's just get to it. Yeah. So we're sitting there, you know, busting ass trying to get it done, you know, as soon as possible. Yeah. Just because we know the next day we're going to be busy again, you know. Um, not thinking... Or no, I'm just not thinking. Let me retract that. Um, don't act like you know it all. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. On especially race cars and everything else. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Um, I think, and I see this a lot um, with a lot of people, um, you know, struggling or whatever cases, trying to get a car going or whatever, you know. I've learned that the hard way. Yeah. Um, you know, ego. Ego is one, one, one big deal that you kind of have to let go a little bit. When it comes to like you know, building a car and stuff like that, because you you don't know all the answers. Yeah. You know, and somebody, like I said, somebody has more experience than you, have been doing it probably longer than you, or just in general, like you know, like I said, you know, you know, we talked about the whole fabrication thing about competition and everything else. Somebody might be better than you in some aspect. Don't hurt to ask questions. Yeah. You know. For sure. Yeah. Um, network. I think network is 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 key 
when it comes to like building a race car. Mm-hmm. So, what a. Uh, so he's your media guy. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so he posts like media, show, uh, social media and stuff like. Yeah, that? he's the one that does like the YouTube, like gets all the YouTube stuff, content and everything else, and um, gets all the stuff ready for me. Or he, he either he'll post it or I'll post it. Whatever so he carries a camera. Yeah, he's the one that carries the camera. Okay, yeah. nice, nice. Yeah. He's a cameraman. Cameraman. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I think we we touched on a bunch of stuff. Anything else like you want to discuss or anything? Maybe get off your chest or. We talk. Oh, we talk about talk about the uh, the speed lab shop truck. I mean, your stop car. The fairly. Yeah, yeah. Um. So like, it, what's done to it? You know, what's maybe some future add-ons. Um. So right now we're actually we just got the phone call. Was it today? Was it today or yesterday? The the motor's done. Okay. So we hit our motor at Texas two K. Um. We end up dropping a valve. Um. Has a lot of just well. That car was well spent. Mon- money well spent. Mm-hmm. That's the, and I'll backtrack a little, just a little bit. Like when we got that car, like the same kind of the same scenario with the Camaro, but it wasn't as bad. The 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 Fairlane had, um, had some issues, um, that needed to be addressed, and um, you know, long story short, the 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 owner, um, wanted to basically. He wanted to make sure everything was right. Mm. Especially because you know, like the car was capable of making a lot of power and everything else, um, and then you know, like I said, moving moving forward to you know, um, with my F body and everything else, and I end up selling that car uh, to the original owners, uh, and we actually went back to Mexico. Mm. Um, that car was uh, was uh, titled um, had a Mexican title in it. <laughs> That's crazy, that, yeah. You know, so. I end up, um, they called me back. They wanted it because they've been following it since I've you know been building or whatever. So they wanted it back, and so I sold it to them. And um, you know, I I still had to do all this stuff with the sponsor stuff. So I I transferred all my sponsorships to that car, um, and a lot of my parts that I didn't sell with the Fef body that will work with that car, I put it all in that. Got you. And um, you know, it's a it's a '56 Ford Fairlane. It's a full ch- uh, tube chassis deal. Um, you know, same thing. That car's kind of set up for no time. Um, uh, no times, no no time racing. It can do Pro Two Seventy Five. It can run uh LDR if I wanted to, just with the turbo change. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now what we're doing with it is is like I said, the motor was hurt. Um, so we ended up fixing that. Who did the motor? Um, originally I don't know who originally did it. Um, I know when it got hurt, um, we had took it to Nickens. Um, actually out here in uh. Are they out here? Nickens Racing? Oh, yeah, they're out here. They're out here, aren't they? Um, I took it to them, and uh, like I said, everything was it was fine. It just um, ended up going through the, you know, through the motor and everything else. Um, um, and it, it happens. It's not, it's not like a, it's something that, that, that uh, they did wrong or anything mm-hmm. like that. It, it just kind of probably went under the radar. Um, had some wrong keepers in there, um, so it wasn't the right valve or the right angles. Oh um, damn! Yeah, so it so that's the reason why. It, regardless, you know the the small keepers. The small keepers, yeah, that that actually locks in. The yeah, yeah, yeah. The valve, yeah. The valve and stuff, yeah, right? So, yeah. um, it was the wrong degree. And it happens. I've I've always heard you know I've always heard stories like that and mm-hmm. stuff like you know so, 
and and that's the thing too. Like you never know if the manufacturer sent the wrong stuff. So, um, you know, that's like true. Said, yeah. The cases like that, it's 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 very high highly that it happens, but it does happen. You know, and so we end up dropping a valve. Um, so we luckily we got lucky. The head broke and got stuck into one of the pistons. So it didn't jump around. It didn't. Yeah. It didn't. It didn't really beat up anything. Which is, you know, we're, like I said, it was. It was. It was just luck. Yeah. And um, so we got it all fixed. And now the motor's at Nizer, Jeff Nizer. Um, so it's getting all done now. And like I said, it's already done. He just, like I said, he just called me. I think today or yesterday. And uh, so tomorrow we're gonna go pick it up. And um, I gotta make a stator change on the converter. Um, I'm gonna switch it. I was on. Uh, I was on gasoline. So I was on C16. I'm going to switch it to methanol. So um, wow. there's a few changes for it. And because we're, we're basically gearing up to um, start testing that car so we can actually qualify for a World Cup finals in Maryland. So it's, nice. like, it's like the Super Bowl of like. So it's about to make big power. Yeah. 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 It's a lot of big power stuff. But it's also it's um, what it's the race is called is import versus domestic. So you got like all these pro mod imports and like <laughs> you got cool. a little bit. Of I mean, it, it's, yeah. it's a pretty cool race to go to, man. Yeah. It's, it's a four day race. It's your avenue too. Yeah, it, well, yeah. Well, you know, like I said, I have a lot of you know, I have a lot of people from the past and from present. Yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. that I know and you know and and uh, for me, it's almost like a homecoming, you know, because that's one race that I've always tried to go to, and for some reason, even when I had the Civic back in the day, something broke, and I couldn't make it. Yeah. So. I made it a point that this year I will be there, yeah. regardless, with the car. So, nice. And then, like I said, um, Dirty Taco is another one that that we're working on. So to to get ready for it. Well, we I just got told that we might make that we might take it for World Cup as well. Man, so two cars. So to two compete. cars to compete. Ooh. Yeah, in two different classes. So nice. We'll, we'll see. Like I said, it. It's still kind of early, yeah. Um, and Taco's still a new build, so we'll see how that goes. Like I said, but if it if it um if it goes faster than than normally, you know, um, you know, new car blues and everything else, and we'll see, you know. Yeah, let me ask you this: Do you think it costs more to build a a SEMA truck, like a show truck, or like a race car? Depends on the quality of the build. Um, I would still say they go hand in hand because, oh, again, we go, we go back to, we go back to what level you're trying to take it to, right? Mm -hmm. Let's just say you want to go, let's say both, both categories all out. You're going to spend 300 grand on a drag car. Yeah. You're probably going to spend somewhere near that on a, whatever, lifted or classic or whatever cases, because, you know, I've heard I've heard of paint jobs. You know, costing anywhere from fifteen thousand to sixty thousand dollars. Yeah. You know, it depends on how straight the body is, and you know, it just the details. It's yeah. just the detail. Yep. You know what I mean? But I, I I think they go hand in hand. Honestly, I it just you know again it's 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 one of those deals is how perfect do you want the build to be? You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Because. Let's just say even if you buy just a like on the on a show truck or car or whatever the case is, even if you just buy like a generic long block, like a, a crate motor from GM or Ford or whatever the case is, it's still gonna cost you money, right? Mm -hmm. It's not gonna cost you the money that you build a race car with, you know, built motor and everything else. But then when you start going into um, suspension and 
and wheels and you know you're not gonna buy knockoffs or anything like that right. you're gonna buy the real deal right so um it gets expensive fast like all that stuff like um even when you try to I've seen when even you try to cheap out, like or like you know, I've I've done it in the past. Where it's like, man, what if I buy this? And let me just try to be cheap ass and mm-hmm. let me look real quick. It's like by the time we start adding all the all the numbers, like, dude, it's, it's, yeah. it, it costs us. This, yeah, the same. It costs the same, like, you know. Um, so, I would say they go hand in hand. I, I there's no there's no you know I don't I don't think one one takes the cake or the other. You know I think I think they both kind of pretty. You know, obviously, like I said, depends on what level you want to go with it. But mm-hmm. for the most part, I think I think both of them are about about the same. What do you have to say to maybe um, fans out there, customers? Anything you want to have to say to them in the camera? Um, <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> um, no, I mean, I mean, like I said, um, I hope I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, I, I really appreciate the uh, the time that uh you know uh for you having me on here on your podcast and stuff and um like i said if there's any kind of fabrication like i said we do you know like i said we do a variety of stuff and um you know the ones that that you know are old customers you know new customers or whatever cases you know um I, at the end of the day we appreciate every everybody and uh, you know um look forward to to doing business what do you think about the podcast? It's cool. It's different. Like I said, this is my first time doing like yeah, a yeah, yeah. podcast. It's yeah. pretty cool, man. It's cool. Nice. For, nice. For sure. Shout out to Speed Lab. They brought over some merch. They brought over a couple shirts. I'm wearing one right now. Uh, they brought some stickers. Appreciate you. If you're a shop um, or whatnot, if you come to the podcast, make sure you bring some merch. Or wear it on the podcast. I represent. I wear it around. Um... Yeah, I appreciate you being on the podcast. Um, it was, you know, honored to hear your story. And, you know, I, <laughs> I, we even talked about, like, from Barry and Irvington. It's crazy, you know, to connect, like, in that yeah, aspect. Yeah. It's, pretty, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, you know, it's crazy, too. Uh, what's his name said that uh, from Days of Dallas? What's his name? To- what, Tony? Antonio? Uh, uh, not, not Days of Dallas. Uh, STP? STP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He said, We're uh, off in the same neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're off in the same hood. Yeah. We actually yeah. went to school together. Yeah. Well, you know, there were, I think Antonio's a year younger than me, and his brother Benito is a year older than me. Yeah, yeah. That was but, crazy. Uh, actually, it's crazy, but his uh, his brother, I think his name is Jose, too. Jose used to be in the, in the Honda stuff, and mm. we used to race together. Yeah. So back then. But like I said, I was always the young gun. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, like, we're all from the same neighborhood. You yeah. know, and like I said, I, I, um, seeing people like that, you know what I mean? Just in general, like people that are from the hood or whatever cases that we all grew up together yeah. or, or at least known, known of each other, you know, um, it's, it's always cool to see people succeed. Yeah. You know, that's, 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 that's pretty dope, man. Like, you yeah. know, just, just seeing somebody from your neighborhood and everything else doing, doing good. You know, like I said, I, I hope everybody does good. You know what I mean? Um, and it's just, it's, it's, it's a, it's a cool feeling. Yeah, for sure. Hey, well, thank you for tuning in for Go Hard Podcast. Make sure you check it, check out the full podcast on YouTube. You can check out the shorts on TikTok, Instagram, uh, YouTube shorts, also on Facebook. Check out Speed Lab Creations on YouTube. You can see like them going to the races. We've got the media man in the back. Appreciate you coming out. 
uh, Speed Lab Creations on. Are you on TikTok too? Yeah, we're on TikTok. Uh, TikTok yeah. and and um, Instagram. Make sure you check them out. If you need any, any fab work done, hit them up. You can DM DM or. Uh, I prefer email, but you can okay. DM me. I mean, I, I I still have a lot of DMs I don't even look at uh, just because <laughs> there's so many. Yeah. I just haven't had a chance to get around there. So if if anybody has DM me, I'm sorry. I promise you I'll get to it one day. It's just, I, you know, there's 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 a lot of, to look at. You know what I mean? So um, yeah. it's just hard to get get to, back to people sometimes. Yeah. Hey, appreciate it. Thank you. Peace. Boom.